I just I just love how like every time that goes on it's like I can see the audio levels I know it's deafening everyone <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll edit it in post it's okay I can edit it this time whereas the live stream is just like now you, you RIP headphone users but yeah anyway welcome to the catching out looking a little different today um I've got some new people on to talk about dodgeball unfortunately uh Zoe and Colin can't join us so got Lauren and Alex stepping in instead um they're a bit bland because they're not, you know, Swiss or Irish. They're both English, so they've just got English flags, I'm afraid. But I'll let them introduce myself, uh, themselves. Uh, Lauren, do you want to go first? Um, I'm Lauren. Um, I'm currently playing in League One at Nationals. Um, I've only been playing for just over a year competitively. Um, I started at uni, so I'm at Surrey. I'm the current captain. Um, we've recently kind of this year picked up competitive, so we're just kind of working on that at the moment. But yeah. Nice. And Alex, I don't think anyone knows who you are, so if you could just introduce yourself. Um, hi, I'm Alex. Uh, I've been playing dodgeball for uh, six years now, with the gap of COVID in the middle, started in 2017. Um, joined University of Nottingham, was president in my third year. Um, and now for the past two and a half years, I've been the social media manager for British Dodgeball, going to pretty much every event under the sun. Um, and since COVID, I've joined Leamington Spartans, um, played them last season, and this season we are in League One, currently in third place. Yeah, just, just, because MJ Just. Is, yeah. We'll, we'll get there, we'll get there. That's, that's later on in the, uh, in the episode. But, yeah, um, I didn't realise you were a Bull of Steel player. Oh, I should have known that about yeah. you. Yeah. God, you just can't get away from them. They're everywhere. Like... It's like Warwick and Derby players was just scattered everywhere, the three of us. Yeah, I mean, will Derby last much longer? From what I understand, they've got like maybe like 10 people turning up to training at the moment. <laughs> but we'll yeah, they're running we'll low on numbers. Yeah, I don't think, I mean, it does say a lot that they managed to come to uh, the Northeast mixed. Was it mixed? I think it was just the Northeast Open for uni. They turned it with five players and won it. <laughs> Does that say um, something about them, or does it say something about the rest of University Dodgeball? I think, it's, I think it says something more about the North. I mean, Newcastle brought their first team, essentially, and they lost in the final to a five-person uh, Derby Seahawks team. And then I think Hallam were also there, like, pretty much full strength. They also didn't crack um, Derby. But, um, I mean, I will, I will give a shout-out, like, a shout out to Leeds Uni for giving me hope in like the first half in their semi-final against uh, against Derby. Yes, they somehow made it to the semi-final, um, and they uh, I think I think they were like two sets behind at halftime or something like that, which is like for a team that's never played a Bucks and is still very new and don't own any kit yet. Not bad. That's pretty good going. Uh, no, but yeah, anyway, dodgeball news. Oh no, unless, sorry, did you... I'm no, sorry. I was going to say, playing with five is underrated. Like, at the very start of the game, you've got more room to dodge. Like, if, you're, if you've ever been a middle player and there's six people on court, you can't move half the time. Like, oh, especially, like, on, play on the men's team where everyone's really tall. So, playing maybe with five is great. Um, maybe yeah, that's Elliot why their takes... numbers are lower training. Because they just don't <laughs> actually need their people. They only need five. They're like, yeah, that's, 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 yes. that's, that's our tactics now. Exactly. I mean, we, Spartans played with five and mix for most of last season became third. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, having Elliot in League Two, like League One, Spartans 2, really takes up a lot of space there on court, doesn't it? No, it's, it's Jaff. Jaff, oh, yeah, so much. Jaff like, moves away from the wing, stands next to me. It takes just up a lot to, of room. Just wants to give That's you a why you hug. have to throw yourself around. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Got to well, make all those dodgeball highlights, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I mean, Spartans like, oh my god, that game against Derby, like the fact that ended in a draw, like for, for the whole five first players. Half, yeah, five players. Like I was reckoning. To be fair, Derby were basically playing with five players because what they were doing is they were running for centre ball and then line faulting every time and still not getting the centre ball. So they were just basically playing with five players. So it was 5v5 for the first half and then they finally figured out how not to line fault and then brought it back to a draw. But yeah, good game. Good game. But dodgeball news. Um, what's happened since January? Holy crap, that's a long time ago. It's a long time. Yeah. Um... Dodgeball went to Europe, or British dodgeballers went to Europe, right? We've got the uh, Paris Open. Is it, who is it? The Lycorn? Lycorn? Unicorns? Whatever. Yeah. It's, uh, Lycorn is the club. I think it's called the Unicorn Open. Yeah. Yeah. So it was their, uh, I guess, annual at this point, right? Like, it's yeah. two years on the two, two years on trial. So, yeah, two, two years. This time we had Warwick eliminated go over, Plymouth Krakens, and. Uh, MK Second Wind, which is just like <laughs> with the, the best looking kit you've ever seen. <laughs> I mean, it gives bovines a run for its money, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> it's good, good kit. Um, but yeah, and managed to make it an all British men's final, which I was amazed at. <laughs> um, but it sounds like they took it a little bit more seriously than last time. They didn't go as heavy on the drinking during the tournament, which I was a bit surprised at. But no, nah, good, uh, good going. Um, any other news? Oh, there's a open. There's another European Open in Italy coming up. They've got the first junior uh, league, haven't they? The international junior one. I'm pretty yes. sure. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Well. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if anyone's actually going out from uh, from England, but um, if you're interested, I know uh, Matteo is asking asking for uh, people if they are if they're interested to head over. So let him know if you want to go to Pisa for a tournament. Oh, Alex. Oh, no. <laughs> My bad. Uh, My bad. Brief intermission. Be right back. <laughs> um, anything else? Like, what else has happened? Oh, yeah. Mixed League. Any, before I go on about Mixed League, anything anyone else want to say about anything? Dodgeball? Any books finals? Books finals, so, like, yeah. All the books leagues officially ended this uh, past weekend, and then this Saturday... Uh, UEA University in Norwich, they've got uh, books finals. So second, second one, I think. Yeah, that's your first year. So that'd be interesting to see how it goes. Yep. Hopefully, it goes a little more to plan than last year. <laughs> At least no comment. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, is there uh, is there uni champs as well, right? Which is different. Yeah. Which eighth yeah, April that. following weekend. Yeah. yeah okay. Following weekend, two two weekends, right? Yeah, two, two weeks, weeks in a yeah. row for for uni, quite quite big opens and stuff as well. So I, re I remember in my year they did it the same weekend. So Saturday was uh, the university finals, and then the Sunday was university championships, and it was horrible. It was horrible. It was great fun, but everyone was dead. Yeah, Monday would be like knackered, like no, can't move, like surely. <laughs> yeah, I I remember it, and it's just like. It was a pain because it was in the middle of the Easter holidays where everyone is like revising for their final year exams or whatever. Just no one wants to go to it. It's the same as this year. Like I've heard from a few universities, like Warwick have got uh, a few players that are they're international students, so they're, they're in a different country. So obviously they they're not going to come back just to compete and then go back home again. Yeah, it's the same with um, 
regional leagues because I know there's a, like Leeds uh, they're entered into regional York are entered into regional Lincoln have entered into regional I don't know how they're going to like play if they've got exams and stuff um, I mean Lincoln have got a whole another set of problems because they just do everything apparently um, because they are literally Brayford beasts so they've got league, men's league four they've got mixed league they've got uni league they've got northeast open um I, apparently they just wanted to go full full force into dodgeball this year it sounds like but yeah it's, so, it's, it's the way to do it not doing yeah it's the best yeah. way to grow your club and sort of develop your players i was just surprised they entered as uh, lincoln into mixed league because like they have to keep entering as lincoln like hypothetically if they got promoted which i don't think they will but they're mid-table they're not doing bad um they like you know they Oh no, no, they're not. They're a bottom table, aren't they? They've had a rough time. Now I'm thinking of Brayford Beast. League four, League four, Brayford Beast have done well, but like yeah, if they ent- right. if they de- if they'd entered as Brayford, then like no matter what happens, like assuming the Human City Club like keeps going, they they'd have the same spot next year. But I guess you know. Yeah, if they go to enter as a different team, it like they will be reset basically. Yeah, which is like what Berkshire Royals and uh, Thunder Dodge are currently having issues with right at the moment because they. They're essentially the same club, but yeah, yeah. There's a lot of similarities. <laughs> yeah, just one has a better kit than the other. Well, I suppose it was the same with uh, Leicester. There was a little bit of questioning when Leicester Monitors did their full rebrand. Like, is that technically a new club, seeing as they're going under a brand new name as well? But I mean, I think so because it was it was it was the same players. They were at the same sports hall training, I think. So I think that's what British dodgeball are basing it on. Is like if the open training is in the same place yeah. Um, but yeah uh, anyway Mixed League uh, yes I am formally apologising uh, for like dissing Mixed League and saying no one cares on the last episode of the podcast these guys don't care because you know they, 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 they get involved in Mixed League anyway they don't care about what my opinion on Mixed League is but I'm, I'm just saying I, I'm sorry uh, Mixed League is obviously very important and it's good it's definitely for like you know getting onto the onto international we need to take it seriously Um I think I'll say my piece. My issue with it at the time was it didn't feel like it was taken as seriously because we only have one BD ref there, and we have at national league we have two unless you're in national league four, men's league four. Um, so it kind of feels like not as serious. I don't know why the distribution of refs is that way. Uh, maybe it's just because you know availability and stuff like that. Whereas at St George's Park, it's easier to get two refs per court because you've got so many people there. Um, but hey, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see how it goes, but it definitely definitely had some um, some feisty games in Mixed League. Maybe one day we'll do a, a catching out episode on Mixed League, but maybe not this year. <laughs> Too much other crap to talk about. Um, but yeah, should we get should we go on to like the first first league? What first league are we doing? Oh yeah, men's super league. God, it feels like such a long time ago. When it was January, January. Oh no, yeah. it wasn't. Uh, that's one I can answer that. When was the last one? When was round six? Jan, Jan twenty seventh. Yeah, and twenty ninth. Twenty ninth. Yeah, fifth. The fifth round was it on the eighth, wasn't it? Fifth round was. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, like at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Because there was two in January this year, whereas there was three last year. Oh, that was rough. And mixed league was the the other weekend as well. Yeah, so it was it was two nationals, a mixed league, and another nationals. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that was good fun. That was a rough time. <laughs> so what was it? Uh, Dodgeuary was what uh, neutral zone called it. <laughs> That's quite cool. Brilliant. 
But yeah, um, I actually, it's been so long, I haven't actually rewatched it, and I don't have any notes on what the hell happened. So, um, does anyone remember anything from uh, Men's Super League? If there were any good games. Um, oh, the only one that I was paying attention to was the Storm Spartans game, because obviously at the start of the season that didn't go too well for them. Um, so that was interesting. Obviously, Spartans did win this time round, but that was certainly one that I was keeping an eye out for. Just, just by their two sets. Like what we were saying before the uh, before the episode started or before the recording started that um, you know dodgeball even though it's a timed match like it's kind of a game to the first first to six sets because once you get to six sets you mathematically can win from there for that point whereas like if you only win ten if if you only win five sets you can still draw uh, and you can still lose but you can't win. But if you get to 12... That's, that's really throwing me off now, though. Every single, like, game, I'm going to be like, guys, we haven't reached, like, 12 points yet. We need to we need to go. Like... Until you get to 12, you're not safe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, when you look at it, it's like that game, like, Spartan Storm. Like, I imagine... I don't know if it was the final set that Storm won to get to 13-9 or, if, you know, how it, how it kind of ended, but a two-set two set difference. Like, fair play to Storm for, uh, for bringing that close um, after a bit of an... It's been a bit of an odd season for Storm, to be honest. But, um, again, good game against Bees later, 12-16. Back Bees to win that. But, yeah. Because Bees were a, a completely different lineup, weren't they? Because they had... Matt Wheel was injured, and he was playing in the Worker Bees. Um, yeah. But I don't know who else... I don't know how they moved around. I can't remember how they moved around their players. But I know it was a bit of a different team. He, he went up, and I mm. think... Liam also went up as well. I think Liam was there for the first one in January as well. But definitely Matt Key going up, like, he definitely deserved that. Like, he's been playing really well. No, he's been really good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, good to see him up there and doing his stuff. Still contributing to, to wins for Bees. Does, does it make you th- think, though, like, the same set difference between Bees and Storm 1 and Bees and Sheriffs, whereas Sheriffs have been a little less consistent than Storm have in their performance, I feel. Like, I've been a little less aggressive with some of their results. Uh, I think so, but, I mean, Sheriffs have still been really good. I think last season as well, they were pretty solid, and a lot of the time, I mean, at least the games that I've usually paid attention to, when Sheriffs lose, it's only by a small margin. Like, against Spartans, I think the first game was, like, one, maybe two set difference or something. Um, they have, like, a really solid group of players. Um... I've been quite impressed with them, especially sort of last season. But this season, I think a lot of the times they've lost, it's only been by a couple of sets. Yeah, yeah, even the sets that they are losing, it's not much difference between like the players on court for each team as well. Like It's it's getting close. So, yeah, they're, they're certainly doing well. Yeah, I think especially after, say, losing both Dans at the, yeah. you know, from last mm-hmm. season. Was it this year or last year that uh, Jamie did that insane layout for the catch? And then just like, <laughs> last season, yeah. When he slams season. his elbow onto Jesus. the floor. Yeah, I mean, that's dedication to the sport, that is. But, uh, yeah, if you don't know. injure yourself every game, you don't want to win enough. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, that says a lot about Leeds. <laughs> like, I am perfectly healthy. I haven't been injured at all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the only other one I want to point out is Silverbacks getting two very comfortable wins. Um, they were, we'll go on to the table in a second, but they um, really struggling to put some distance between them and uh, last last place at the time. 
they were only, I think they were only a point, a single point, maybe even two points above the relegation zone. So uh, um, it's huge for their survival for next season. Um, because realistically, I think a lot of people at the start of the season were thinking it was going to be Storm Team and Wessex going down. But um, commentary obviously struggled quite a lot this season, I think, especially when you look at them compared to Phantoms. You know, they like commentary finished above Phantoms last season in League One. Yeah, I and I've, I've spoke to a few people about it. I think that, you know, we've all agreed that Derby is sort of acclimatized uh, a lot easier to Super League than commentary have. And like, although Derby might not. Uh, well, at the start of the season, they're winning a lot of games, but now, you know, they've obviously got quite a few losses to them. They're still in every game and, like, they're getting good sets, whereas I think commentary against a lot of the Super League teams have struggled quite a lot. Yeah, I think, like, Derby, from what I understood, Derby did a lot of training in the off-season as well, whereas I imagine Coventry, like, a lot of other clubs had a lot of people just, you know, go on holiday and stuff, take, take time out, whereas I know Derby were, like, actually doing fitness, like, <laughs> in the middle of the summer. <laughs> Kind of nuts, um, but you know, uh, you you, you got to do what you got to do to 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 survive in the Super League, I guess. But uh, yeah, would agree. Yeah, it's clearly clearly had an impact though, because they're sitting they're mid table at the moment, Phantoms, aren't they? So yeah, um, clearly it was the right decision to do fitness over summer then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, wouldn't be me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I the other one as well is the because this is the replay of the first fixtures of the season, right? So um, you've got. The two ranges, the two ranges games against Meteors and Spartans, which after last season you would have expected to be quite close, and definitely you know Rangers in in with a shout. Um, I'm definitely eating my words after like what I said at the beginning of the season, thinking Rangers have got better in the off season and they've really like struggled. Um, but yeah, you know, two two sets in it with Meteors, you know, that's pretty good. But yeah, I mean, apparently I think slipped. you saw it happening last season with Rangers. To be fair. Um, really? You know, they, they threw away that one loss. I think it was to Bees um, when Tamas didn't step off in time. I think they lost to Storm, I think, towards the end of the season. And then in the rematch against Spartans last season, they lost 23-5. Like, oh, wow. Spartans, like, hammered them. Um, so I think, like, you know, they've struggled quite a lot more this season compared to last. I mean, is it Bees that are in third at the moment rather than yeah. Rangers? Yeah. Whereas, typically, I think a lot of people were expecting at the start of the season it was going to be the same three teams of, you know, your Spartans, your Meteor, your Rangers. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, goes to show. Rangers struggling a lot more this season compared to last. Yeah, tied with Storm. Um, I mean, only one change around has been Phantoms getting those wins has meant that they're up to sixth. So they have to drop down. And those Silver, uh, Silverbacks wins mean that they're only a point, a league point behind Sheriffs as well. So... Yeah, I mean, it does show how far behind Storm 2 and Wessex are when every team from 6th upwards is in a positive set difference. Like, you know that they've definitely been bashing on those lower, those two teams to get the set difference up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're the only two teams without a win. Hmm. Yeah, I feel like, at least, my, obviously, my perspective of Wessex is, like, when they're playing like, the teams that are towards the bottom of the league, the set difference is always kind of, like, quite big. But then they'll put in a shift and they'll get a closer set difference between, like, like Phantoms. Um, in the last meet, um, they seem to step up for the the higher level teams, um, which is you you need them to play like that when they when they need the wins against the the ones on the lower. But um, yeah, they're they're them and Storm too with with no wins at the moment. But I still struggle to comprehend how they choked so hard against Storm too. Like 
I think they were like two sets up. They were two sets up with six people on court with like just over two minutes to go. And they still drew the match. And it's like, that's can't do that. You can't. <laughs> it's like no, they, they lost a lot of sets very quickly. Yeah, it's it's impressive. So at some point you got to step back and go. Maybe maybe they were trying that hard. But <laughs> I also yeah, was I'm intrigued to know um, like which men's super league team has like the lowest points ever like from a season because they could potentially end the season on just one point. And like I want to know if a, a team has ever had zero. Yeah, what did, what did, did you MK, win from Super League? The lowest points, like. <laughs> did, did did MK win anything last year? Have they got draws? I don't think MK were on zero. I can actually check this. I actually have the results from last year. Uh, what are they? Super League. Men's. Uh, this is where my, yeah, my MK, limited knowledge. MK, I don't think MK won a, a match. Oh wait, no, I haven't got all of them recorded. Damn, I'm missing results. Okay, yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to use um, the good old. Uh, what is it? The uh, URL time machine. Go back and try and find yeah. it. On, uh, yeah. I'm so annoying that I can't find like from the period of like 2016 to 2018. All the BD results are missing, and I can't get them all. Like, oh man, yeah. gutted. If anyone has them recorded, please send them in. <laughs> I'll keep asking, I'll keep begging for them. But yeah. To be fair, BD only started in 2017, so they wouldn't have the 2016 oh, yeah, results. Sorry, no. Maybe it was, yeah, it must have been the 2018 to 2019, the 2019 to 2020. Those two. There's, I know there's two BD seasons I don't have results for. I have it for their first and most of their second season. And then I have last year's season results and this year's season results, obviously. But there's like two seasons where there's just nothing. No, I've got nothing. Yeah. No, I do think uh, there's something I've, I've been looking at doing, but we just haven't done. There needs to be a section on the website, I think, where um, you can see all sort of the past tables and rankings and things. Just nice yeah, to like, have the history saved. Yeah. I mean, I'd love it for this because then like, I could... I've, I've gone so far to start like putting everything in an Excel table so I can put it into Power BI. But I mean, I know that's like next level not needed, but it would be really good to be able to be like, oh, like then the last time these two met, this was the results and this is the win-loss ratio between the two and stuff like that. But just, a, just another project for another day. <laughs> anyway, uh, games coming up on April, is it April Fool's Day? It's what we're playing. April 1st, yeah. Yeah, nice. Which, who's going to be the laughing stock that day? Um, <laughs> that's so bad. Yeah, but I mean, based on that, I think the um, Storm against Meteor Games will be an interesting one because they definitely need to... Well, they've just been a bit of a banana skin for a few people, so I wonder if they can uh, be another one for uh, Meteors. I don't know what you guys I think. think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've, I, overall, I think I've been really impressed with Storm so far this season. Um, especially with like the start of the season, a lot of the time didn't weren't they playing with players from the twos because um, people weren't available. So I think the fact that they're only fourth is testament to how well not only not only how well they were playing when they were playing with their twos players, but also how well they've been playing since then, like in order to sort of pick up points. Um, you know, I think Storm Meteors is always a good game. Um, like we saw at the end of last season, Storm beat Meteors, only the second team that have ever beat Meteors after Spartans. 
Um, so I think it'll always be a good game. I think they're just a clash of sort of the personalities and play styles. So um, I think that'll be a, a great game. Yeah, yeah. It's a uh, yeah. They should. They should. I don't know. I was, I was trying to think like because Fowler has been injured for most of the season, but he's come back last league meet, I think. Um, so hopefully they're getting back to a, a full strength Storm team. But I think like if you think about the table, right? Like I would say that like uh, Spartans and Meteors are like quite away above the rest, but then Bees and Storm have kept like points wise quite close behind, even. Um, even Rangers, right? Like, they're not... If you look at other t other tables, like, a lot of teams have sort of dropped off quite quickly from the top two that are winning a lot. Uh, but these guys, like, they're, they're still right in it. So they're definitely, like... There's definitely the top two, the rest that are, like, the chasing pack, and then the bottom half of the table, really. Yeah, because there's only um, four points behind Bs from Meteors and Spartans at the moment. Um, and then Storm and Rangers are both on 14 points behind them so yeah albeit you do you like you said you do have the top two actually the the few that are behind them aren't too far behind and also it, it depends if brett's playing obviously brett out with a i think it was a broken foot maybe from playing football so you know if he's not playing um obviously Mitra is still filled with a lot of really good players you know filled with the current you know world champion um like they are still really you know a really strong team but you know it's, I think you'd be stupid to say Brett isn't a pretty key player. Um, so I think, you know, there's always a possibility they could, you know, step up and lose to a, a strong Storm team. Yeah. I think that Darley Silverbacks game is also going to be quite good uh, just because it's a, you know, League One matchup again. I know Darby were on a hot streak, like, or they, 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 they were definitely feeling themselves going into that game last time because they were on two good wins uh, against. Super previous Super League teams, so it'd be good for the see if you know Silverbacks also have had two wins this time, see if they can get get it going, and then that Derby Rangers game as well. Like, damn, that was dramatic last time. Damn, that was a good game. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a very good game, um, and obviously there's a, the bit of the mess up that happened with the referees and the time at the end. Um, which I think led to it being an even more exciting end to the game. Which so I'm assuming for it to be the same, not the controversy, but another close game. Yeah, definitely. Now bring it. Yeah, because I think it was um, there was less than three minutes left, um, which um, ref had like said to both teams. I think when Phantoms asked if there'd be another set, they were told yes, which is why it was towards the off. end. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that that will that'll be a good one. Now, shall we go to our um, mashed catch? Yeah. I think this is not really a surprise. <laughs> the, I mean, given how uh, how much these two teams are sort of dominated over everyone else in the in the league, it'll be um, wrong of us to to not to not do this one. I think because it's the only time they're really going to come up in the mashed catch. So. Um, should I go first? Yeah, go for it. Let's see. Men's Super League. What am I thinking? I just, I just can't. I can't go against Spartans, I'm afraid. Um, my logic My logic behind it is is that Spartans just seem to have a playstyle that beats Meteors. you got like a little triangle where I'd say Rangers probably have a playstyle that plays to a place, or even Bees actually, that takes on Spartans quite well. 
meteors can just be everyone else and then Spartans are like the kryptonite for meteors. That's the way I currently view it. What about what about you, Lauren? You're next. Um Yeah, I was gonna say like the I feel like it is the obvious match to catch. Like even what well, I've I've been playing Dodge for just over a year and the first thing you hear about is like this history of Spartans and Meteors. Um like it's it's one of the first things you hear. So um, but yeah, Spartans on this one. Same for they've they've won the last few games against Meteors, and I think they're just they've they've got the right mindset for it and stuff now. They know exactly kind of what they're doing um, going into it. Um, and I think the fact that they can play aggressively against them, but also defensively really well when they need to, um, just yeah, Spartans on this one. Fair enough. How about yourself, uh, Alex? Uh, obviously, I'm a little bit biased. Um, no, no, surely not. <laughs> no way. Um, but in my professional British dodgeball opinion, uh, I would like to say uh, I think Spartans will take it, the same as they've taken it for the previous three games in a row. Yeah. Um, like, purely based on statistics, you can say, you know, from last season and this season, they've won all three games. So it makes sense they're going to win again. And this season, when they played them um, the first time, they won more convincingly than last season as well. Um, both times um, in 21-22, uh, um, it came down to a one-set difference, um, you know, just showing how close of a game it is. Whereas this season, I can't remember the exact score, but it was a bit more comfortable. There were a few more sets in it for Spartans. Um, I think, I mean, the way, the way uh, I, I watched uh, Mission, the latest Mission Impossible film again lately, uh, recently, um, and one of the characters refers to um, Tom Cruise's character and Henry Cavill's character as like um, a chisel and a hammer and it's kind of the way I like to look at Spartans and Meteors in that Meteors are this hammer as you said like managed to just crush through every other team just using brute force whereas Spartans I think whilst they still have that ability to do that they more kind of pick away at teams and are more strategy based and you know you could realistically say that's down to the fact they train together more often you know, a lot of me just don't always train together, whereas Spartans are training every week at least. Um, and yeah, I think it's starting to show a little bit. Um, so yeah, my, my vote is for Spartans. I think they'll just be able to take it away. I think the play style, they've sort of figured Meteors out. Yeah, fair enough. I, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. That's basically also what I was saying. But yeah, and I, you know Spartans better than I do, so... Um, I'd probably say that you have a better, better insight into why they're doing better, but yeah, I think it'd be a good one. I, I will say uh, we don't have Bevis's prediction, I'm afraid. He's currently um, off playing foam dodgeball in New Zealand. Um, he's betraying us for a bit. Um, I mean, to be fair, he's gone on holiday and he's playing dodgeball. You can't, you can't fault the man. What, what, what a legend of the sport. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no... None of that. And if for those that are counting what the hell's going on with um, our prediction race, given that Sorry and Colin aren't here, um, don't know yet. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but you'll see a little uh, Lauren and Alex tally added to it, seeing as uh, they've, they've put their predictions in now. So um, it's safe to say that you guys are losing. No offence, but <laughs> that's the way it is. Um, right, next up, what have we got? Uh, Men's League One, right? Men's League One, results. 
Okay, let's address the first the first thing. The two walkovers. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? I thought that just happened. Bad day for Rangers, yeah, that was, right? That was the score, right? A really bad day for Rangers. They happened to lose two games 30 0. Um, I mean, so it is a rough one. Um, obviously, like, yeah, it's it is what what what's happened. Um, I think the tough one is is that um, if you're a sheriffs fan, it really sucks for sheriffs because this is potentially another year where, due to some sort of shithousery, <laughs> Thunder Dodge managed to stay up yet again in League One. But I really, I'm really hoping that Sheriffs do come out and they'll, they'll be fine. I'm hoping they'll be fine. But um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a rough day if you're a Sheriffs fan because of those two those two losses. Um, yeah, it was certainly a, a good week for Thunder Dodge to play Rangers for that one to yeah. uh, mm. take that. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, the, at the next meet, obviously we'll we'll see them. But you know, Thunder Dodge are playing Sheriffs, so that's going to be a a huge moment to see. I think. Or Rangers might be playing sheriffs. I think it's one of the two. But yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I know we're playing sheriffs, but I don't know if anyone else. Oh, what? Well, someone else. Well, that'll, that'll be a good game. But yeah. um, yeah, I think yeah, massively sucks for sheriffs. Obviously, not really much they can do. But um, from what I hear, obviously, there's just a bit of awkwardness with the uh, player approval. Um, I think something that you know maybe can be amended in the future, or I'm not sure. But um, I guess sucks to be Rangers, really. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, to be fair, they're also solidly mid table. I think it is a bit of a uh, you got a bit of a grouping of people in the middle there. So if you know, on the day they did lose to Spartans anyway, and they have beat Thunder Dodge. So really, they're only losing two points. Uh, technically, they're losing four, I think, because oh no, no they're only losing two because uh, yeah, it's not a walkover because they didn't turn up. It's a walkover because of. Uh, ineligible player in the fleet, isn't it? So, yeah, um, yeah difficult one. Yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't affect them. Like, realistically, Rangers aren't going to get silverware this season and they're not going to get demoted. So, realistically, it doesn't really matter if they end up, you know, fifth rather than fourth or sixth. Yeah, it sucks, but it's, you know, it's not going to be the end of, the, you know, the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. But they had a, I think they had, um, Sam Mason got, Dropped right. He was in the in the two playing Spartans mm -hmm. as well. So, um, Spart you know, good day for Spartans to even if they're they're dropping players into Spart uh, Rangers too to still still come out with a win. I don't know what the actual result was for that bar the walkover, but um, yeah, I think it's been a good similar game anyway. to last time. I don't know. I, I hear they had a really good coach that day. Oh really? Nice, nice. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, the other games like so obviously the sheriffs being virtue quite handily. Good for sheriffs. They needed a win on that day. <laughs> Imagine if they hadn't have come away with a win. Because just like the reply fixture at the beginning of the season, Virtue won that. Virtue beat uh, Sheriff, which is why sheriffs are in the position they are in at the moment because they haven't uh, been Virtue twice. Um, so good to see that you know sheriffs managed to like sort sort shit out and get a comfortable win on their side. Yeah, it also means that they're only one point behind Thunder Dodge with their. Um their win against Rangers, so it yeah. certainly helped that they did win against Virtue on that. It will basically mean. come down to whether Sheriffs can beat Thunder Dodge, and that will decide whether or not they stay up or go down. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, it was good. I, th I think one of the most interesting results on there 
is the Leeds Bees game. Um, I think, you know, the fact Bees, like, been absolute tear realistically this season, just getting stronger and stronger. Um, but as we mentioned already, a few of the players did move up to the, the men's, men's first team in the Super League, and I think that did have a bit of an impact on them. Um, yeah, certainly a knock-on effect because of that. Yeah, and, but at the same time, Leeds have been playing really well lately. Um, drawing to Nighthawks at round five. Um, we didn't, we so didn't draw don't... to Nighthawks. Did you not? No. We drew to Spartans and Beagles, but not Nighthawks. Oh, who drew to Nighthawks? MK. Oh, got you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but uh, yeah, so really, so I don't think it was you know something that we weren't seeing coming. So I think fair play to you, fair play to Leeds. But um, it's given Spartans a chance to now get promoted as well. Because otherwise, it would most likely probably be bees and nighthawks going up. Yeah, I mean, I still, you know, stand by the fact that I'm not enjoying the idea of having second team in in the top flight. But <laughs> um, no, it was it was a good game. Um, I, from my understanding as well, is bees sort of had their head in the dirt after that game against nighthawks. They really just couldn't get out of that funk of what happened in that game. Like it was just a a rough time for them by from from all accounts and even though they because had... that was um that was the match to catch for the last one wasn't it I'm yeah sure. yeah yeah boy we get that wrong in the end but, um <laughs> like it's just yeah i i think that yeah if you speak to any of the bees lot about what happened that day they really did not enjoy that game against nighthawks for various reasons and they probably didn't have their heads on right when they played us um the, the only thing I can say about us is like it was nice it was this I think it was the third time we had a consistent team this season so we're starting to actually gel it as a team for a change and starting to play you know at the level that we know we can so a good win against Thunder Dodge earlier and then um, what felt like a really good win against Bees because of um, just the way it played out and uh, it felt like a proper team win rather than a uh, you know individuals doing better or bees particularly beating themselves because bees still played well but they did definitely throw a lot away um at times but you know leads also have a, a knack for doing that as well so <laughs> you know we didn't choke this time so a good good win. yeah I, I was watching the um bees nighthawks game back um and there was just a couple of moments that they're just getting hit because they weren't paying attention and silly things so like Especially if you guys are saying you, you've bought a team that um, is a little bit more consistent. If you come in from a headspace of a, a 24 win compared to a 6-18 loss, like that, like the, the mind game of that alone um, going into it can have a massive impact, um, which is probably why that game ended up how it did. Um, Especially when you're playing the first and last picture, I find, I mean, I don't know about you guys, if you have done it, it's horrible. Like having that big of a gap, three games off and then playing again, it sucks. You know, your adrenaline's gone. Like you might already start feeling a bit tired because of it, especially if you're in an evening slot or something. I think it's really rough being in the first and last slot. Oh yeah, like we we had the best scenario, right? We ref first, so mm. once once we'd ref, all we had to focus on was two games. Yep. Was... And you didn't have two games off. You were just the one game off. Perfect yep. scenario for you. And like as I say, a bit of a rough one for bees. I yeah. think so. Like just like a small defense of them, I think it's it's quite rough on any team that ends up doing first and the last. This was... Especially in that second game, um, like you've not even got the time to kind of step back and talk about what happened in the first game. Um, you're straight into kind of um, focusing on something else. So yeah, they've they've got the the bad end of the deal there. 
with yeah. um, their games. I mean, their coaches would argue that you can't have your head in the dirt for that long. Like, you you got to pull yourselves out of it. Like, if you're going to win games, if you, you know, they were at the time second in the league, right? So if you're yeah. going to be fighting for second in the league, fighting for promotion, you can't be letting one loss get in your head, especially when it's against the league leaders. So, um, yeah, my, my notes, like, I do have one note on this league, and my one note is the Nighthawks-Bees game, and it's basically saying that it was a good game, and Bees weren't far off. They were losing sets by one or two players, so... I mean, I assume that's true because I wouldn't have written it otherwise, I'd hope. But, um, <laughs> like, if, you know, it, that sort of gives you an indication of how close Bs were and probably why they were that frustrated because even though the score looks so one-sided, if you're one or two players off consistently, that that can really, you know, irk you when you're just like, you can see that they're a beatable team. And I think, like, when we played Nighthawks last time as well, that kind of felt the same for us, is that it's not that we you know, we could definitely have beaten them, but it's like we weren't that far behind the mark. And dodgeball, like, I think we've said it a few times, but, like, dodgeball is one of those weird, weird sports that is, it's got, like, a nested score system because it's, like, not just the score that you see on the final scoreboard, but, like, in tennis, like, you can lose a set by, you know, juice, or you can, uh, a game by juice, or you can lose a game by 40 love, and they still appear as a one on the scoreboard. Whereas here, like, you could lose 6-0 or you could lose, you know, 2-1 or one, you know, lose a 1v1. And it still turns up as two set points. So, um, good fun, good fun. Anyway, what's it mean for the uh, table? Let's see if I can find it. There we go. Looking good, Spartans. <laughs> yeah, obviously the big drop for the bees that are moving down too. Um, drop for bees. Mm. Yeah, losing what, what two games? Yeah, two game loss because they lost to us and Nighthawks, and then, and mm. you know what? I need to need to what's the expression? Give them flowers. Um, give them their flowers. Is that NK are doing really damn well at the moment? Like yeah, considering how many players left them after they got demoted last year, and how absolutely wrecked they got last year in Super League, to be in second place currently. Um, and you know they they beat Beagles last week uh, last league meet. They're they're doing really well. They're a good solid team. Um, I reckon a MK Spartans game would be good. For, have you guys played each other twice yet? Or have you still got to play the second time? Uh, playing them at the next meet. Ah, oh, nice, nice. So yeah, that'll be a good game. Yeah, we drew the first time. Shouldn't have, but we did. Yeah, because didn't um, Spartans have Nighthawks and MK in the same meet? Didn't they? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. And yeah. The same thing happened again. Yeah. So the top three teams are playing. Um, around seven, so it should be good. And we, we'll get in there as well because we're playing Nighthawks as well. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll get our piece of the pie. Um. No, yeah, yeah. Cyclones have been really good so far this season. I think, as you yeah. say, uh, they're the only people, one of the only two teams that have actually taken points away from Nighthawks. Um, you know, so I think that's in itself a big achievement. So who who beat Nighthawks then? Eagles at the very start of the season. The Eagles beat. Yeah, them. the Eagles went on that massive like unbeaten streak then yeah. drew to us and then lost a load <laughs> and then yeah now they're down in fifth yeah i mean that's that's one of the things as well like it's it it's a weird thing like having watched them because we had the refing schedule has been really weird for line refs because we line ref them twice in like one game after, like not one game but one league me after another um which is really weird um and they just seem like a different team. They're just disorganized. Like, like there's a lot of single play, like players playing. Whereas before they were very organized and like they would go up and throw together. 
they did that weird thing where they were handing off balls to the centre player midway through the retreat, but um, I mean, it's clearly not working, whatever they're doing. Um, I mean, to be fair, I you could easily say Arnie's being injured for the yeah. past few meets, and realistically, I think that's been the big impact. Yeah. Like, I think I don't think it's just the ability. Like, obviously, Arnie's an incredible player, but I think it's more the experience and the sort of the composure that he brings. Um, like, there are a few players that play for quite a few years. You know, uh, Foster Bailey. You know, he's he's played for a very long time, but um, he's still relatively young. And a lot of the other players on that team are a bit inexperienced or not necessarily leaders of a team. So I think it was it's kind of expected that they you know they drop points or struggle to find find their footing a little bit especially in games that are tough because they haven't quite got that you know that level-headed person there on court that has all that experience to sort of guide them through it so I think it's yeah. expected that they've dropped a bit since uh, Arnie's injury but he's hoping to be back for round seven or I was gonna say he's back for this next next meet isn't he possibly yeah or you know hopefully afterwards yeah which could be a bit different <laughs> Them. I look. I look forward to playing Rani again. <laughs> Just tearing shit up on court. Um, yeah, no, it, it's like definitely because I remember when we played them, uh, they had Arnie but no Foster. Um, so I think that played a difference because well, I think he's he's a really good player as well and really makes a difference to that team. So, um, and then again because of that, two two losses given to Rangers, they now drop below us. Even though we came away with two wins on that day, we would have been still eighth. I think we would have, would have been one point behind them, so they would have been tied 13 with the other Bedford team. Um, so, yeah, but that, that middle pack, like, now Bees has dropped down to 15. It's a lot tighter than... Um, yeah, it's really close. It's literally, like, well, you've got three points within the kind of... between Leeds and Bees, and a lot of games, actually, you could be taking points from those teams there. Um, so I think, certainly mid-table, there's a lot... A lot going on and that could happen as well yeah. yeah i mean i think realistically from seventh up to second everyone's been lo losing drawing to everyone um i think bar sort of nighthawks and sort of the bottom two teams uh league one has been really competitive um so far this season um like everyone's sort of choking games and uh, you know you could say underperforming realistically i mean spartans we've, we've got three draws that's awful we've got three draws in two meets that sucked um but I think it, it, you know, it goes to show sort of the competitiveness uh, between all the different teams, and it's not quite just you know two teams or three teams at the top smashing everyone else. Um, you know, a lot of games have been a lot closer. Um, so I think you know the, the rest of the season is going to be very interesting. Not necessarily see who's going to win, because I think realistically, unless Nighthawks massively fumble the bag, Nighthawks have, have probably won the league. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see who you know who comes second, third, uh, fourth. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it does yeah, it does feel, feel like, weird. Sorry, go on. I was gonna say I feel like it that's gonna be one of the ones where it gets like the last league meet and it's kind of a bit of a decider between where everyone's gonna finish, um, in mm. mid table. Um because like you said, like it's been a bit here, there and everywhere for everybody. Um, like the draws, like the amount of draws that across the the board from everybody there is unbelievable, especially when you look at like men's super league when I think there's only been like one. I don't think there's been any others. Um so yeah, I think that'll be a, a last league meet will be really intense for everybody. And we've got Leeds and Beagles, Spartans too, sorry, have Leeds and Beagles, so that in itself will be uh, a tough meet. 
and obviously we're Spartans 2 is playing Nighthawks and MK at round seven, so things could very much drastically change for any team. Favourite thing about going home is <laughs> talking about more dodgeball. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so next league meet. Um, oh, God, I hate the... At least we're not doing the evening sessions on a Sunday because like, that stint was horrible. Um, oh, yeah, it's I agree. But at least we don't we don't have that. Like my the the team that I feel the worst for is if they got the they had the Sunday evening stint is Canterbury or Hartlepool, like in men's league three. Cause oh, just because of distance. Yeah, absolute trek to get back. Yeah. So. Yeah, but, the amount uh, of times I've spoken to James from Crocs, and he's just like, I'm really annoyed at the times because it's of how long it takes them to get there. Um, Did you see the survey results though? It doesn't look like they're going to be splitting them splitting them up anytime soon. So. Uh, As in yeah. splitting split the leagues up, was it? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. So people voted to have it all in one central location. It's it's for the best. Like I know, I know. Obviously, I'm not going to talk about it too much just from a BD standpoint. But as a player, um, I personally think it's it's so much better. Like when everyone is in the same spot. Um, you know, that's what the community has been built upon. It like what other sport is there where the men's and women's players are in the same spot in the same place on the same day? as well as all the different leagues. So you've got every level of comp competition can watch and support each other. I think it's amazing. Um, you know, I'm not naive. I know that at some point, it, you know, for the sport to actually grow and not just be bottlenecked to, you know, St. George's, it's going to have to, you know, split up and go to different places. But I think for as long as we can, I think make use out of it. We're playing at an amazing venue and everyone's there on one day. Um, so, yeah, I know, yeah, it's, I know it's a difficult one for... I mean, it's one we can uh, talk about at the end because uh, there's some stuff like I have thoughts about it as well. But yeah, it's definitely one of those things like as the sport grows, uh, it's going to be really difficult to keep that community because um, yeah. more people is less of a family feel. It's already getting to a point where there are so many new people coming in. Like with how big uni is at the moment, like the uni leagues, like as soon as those players start coming in, like the uni league system has a really good like a friendly network from what I've seen. Like I've only refed the North leagues, but everyone knows each other. Everyone gets on really well. Um, like it's a, it's it's a good vibe there, um, yeah. and when they come, in, like when they come into nationals and stuff like that, hopefully like you know they they do move on into nationals um, and join community clubs, but also like they then need to get to know everyone else, and everyone needs to get to know them, and like just just welcoming them because like we're all like currently in nationals, like most of us are from that same ish generation, same ish age of like probably like five to six year range of how old we are. Um, but yeah, so um, anyway, back to men's league one, evening session fixtures. Um, I, I like Leeds. We're not important in this one because we've got to play Nighthawks, which is probably a given. And Sheriffs two, which actually, to be fair, they give us a good running, and I do want them to get a win. They're not playing Thunder Dodge though this time. They're playing Rangers two. That looks it. So, um, and you're refing it, Alex. Marvelous. So, I yeah. look forward to making sure Rangers win so Sheriffs go down. <laughs> enjoy that. I'm going to see you enjoy that one. <laughs> um, all, all the drama. All the drama. Oh, it, it sucks. I mean, we've got... We're, we're refing Beagles again. It's, this will be our fourth time refing Beagles. I don't, I don't get... Yeah, it's been a bit, a bit wacky with the refing, isn't it? I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> like. I, I don't know how it's done. Yeah, me neither. Honest. I think it's completely random. Yeah. Although that doesn't oh, appear no. to be. No, I because I know Virtue have wrecked us 
three times, which means at some point they're going to wrap this up off, I imagine. Um, so yeah, um, maybe you'll just assign the team that you're going to ref the most. <laughs> I mean, if it if it's that you know the same as because uh, all the fixtures repeat, don't they? Basically, throughout the yeah. season, uh, apart from like the two kind of three, can't, like two and a half meets or whatever. So it's probably just copied over realistically. Mm. So I mean, the two two Spartans game really looked tasty. Yeah, that playing again, second game. place and first place. Yeah. Damn. Be a good one. And as yeah. you say, like not only good games, but it's going to be very sort of impactful to sort of the standings on the table, and as you say, who gets promoted at the end of the season. Yeah, as um, I say, especially the top two. Yeah. That uh, Beagles Bees game as well. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think I think if both teams show up, I think it'll be a really really good game. Or if um, both teams don't show up, it could also be a really good yeah. game. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> um, for our audio listeners, um, you're having to deal with uh, we're having to deal with Alex's camera just going nah, screw it. That's what um, I put up with on stream. <laughs> I mean, we we all every time like it, it cuts out on stream, we're just like, God damn it, Alex, sort your camera out. It's not me. I'm 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 not usually there. It's other people. <laughs> but um, no, it's it's such a stupid feature of Canon cameras that like. They just have a limit to thirty minutes, and like until they turn off, unless you press the button. I should just be using a webcam, but I don't know where it is. Uh, yeah, I have the same issue with mine with the Canon camera, but I just I just love the Canon Canons over any other type. Yeah, I mean at least um, I look pretty. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that. I uh, I think live streaming will be back on for the next meet. I think there's something that's kind of being organised at the moment. So hopefully. Um, that will kind of come about because we missed that last meet. Um, Didn't we? We, so I think we had nice it last meet. It was the, the Did we? Yeah, it was the dodgeball highlights. Round, oh, round, yeah, it had round changed five, over, I think it. it didn't happen. Um, yeah. yeah, that was oh, the, yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't know how it's going to happen, but I, like, whatever it's whatever it's on, as long as we can like watch games afterwards, I, I'm, I'm happy because um, I'll be there watching it. The games that I don't get to watch in person. Um, get yeah, it's nice to just watch back, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, that'll be that'll be good if it does come back. Um, we can only we can only sit and pray. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, it's kind of like mid table versus the lower table for most of these fixtures. Other than Spartans night uh, Spartans matches, um, the rest of it is so you know it basically comes down to Spartans. Have yourself a day. Um, Hopefully. So, so please, yeah. I mean, that you've you've had some things go your way this season. To be fair, like when you were second in the table, and then we drew to Beagles, that helped you out. Uh, us well, well, yeah, Bees. but we have also bottled it. We have been I mean, spurs yeah. of this season so hard. <laughs> yeah, like us beating Bees, that helped you. Uh, Rangers too. I mean, you already beat them, but then them giving you a better set difference. You know. Rangers so 2 have been our easiest game all season, I think. Both games. Yeah. Even so can we, Virtue and Thunder Dodge. Can we, can we safely say that if Spartans 2 don't com- uh, promote it, they get promoted this year, they are a bottom half of the table team? <laughs> no, because even if we become third, we've very, <laughs> very clearly shown when Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah de- definitely, team. definitely. It's not the fact that other people have beaten teams and helped you out, right? 
<laughs> I feel like I feel like Nick's wanting to take credit for some of this. So oh, if, yeah, if you end if you end up finishing top two, it's gonna be like, yeah, thanks, Leeds. Like it's, it's all good. So all down to us. Uh, mid table help. That's what we do. That's what we we'll do. see if we've got a spare medal for you. So I mean, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Like I know, I know Reese and Silverbacks are, you know, still, you know, thanking their lucky stars that we helped them out getting promoted last year because we definitely, definitely did something right. But <laughs> well, I mean, he's probably not thankful. Look how much they're struggling this season. Yeah, I know, true. Well, I mean, they're going to stay up. They're going to stay up. True, true, and realistically, that's the main goal of any promoted team: survive yep. the season. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, it does say a lot about Storm too and Wessex. To be fair. I, I mean, could go on in, a few round about Wessex ones, to be fair. But I, I mean, in the harshest way, Storm 2 shouldn't be there. I know. I know. Thunder Dodge shouldn't be in there either. You know, we're not, mm. not for... That's a that's another one of the things that like coming into dodgeball quite newly is like, oh, Thunder Dodge is still there. It's just like, oh, has that been an ongoing thing? They're like, yep, they've managed to survive again. Like, <laughs> Even since the days that they were called Under Dodge. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yo, that was, <laughs> that was one that I was like trawling through the archives of British Dodgeball and I was like, wait, who are under Dodge? Oh, <laughs> it's the same club. Yeah. Um, I don't know where they got, why they were under Dodge. Like if they were still the, the, the cow and the lightning and stuff or the bull, but I don't know. Anyway, match to catch. Beagles, bees. Uh, I'm not going to go first. Someone else can go first. I'll, um, I'll go first. I think B's on this one. Um, I think, albeit the last meet didn't go particularly too well for them, actually they would have kind of had the differences between their ones and their twos at this point. I'm hoping that they've kind of taken the opportunity to kind of train and settle and kind of get a bit more used to each other. Um, and just kind of with Beagle's kind of recent performance, obviously like they started off the season really well, but they seem to be dropping off a little bit. Um, they have quite different play styles at least in my opinion um but yeah i'm i'm bees on this one yeah fair enough, fair enough. how about you Adam? um i think i'm gonna go bees as well um i think it's for me it's largely dependent on which players are available um obviously we're playing on a saturday so robbie's gonna be back uh, robbie's gonna be back sorry um playing on the ones um, you know, hopefully Matt's no longer injured. Uh, I don't think he is. He'll probably be back on the ones. So you're going to see those the those more important players with the twos back on the you know back playing for them. So um, you know, I imagine bees are going to be on, at their strongest. Um, whereas you know with Beagles, I don't know if Arnie's back. And I think if even if Arnie was back, I think it would be a really good game. So I think regardless, it's going to be a really good game. But I think just from what we've seen so far this season. I think bees have when bees are on it, they're such a good team. Yeah, they control think... it really well. They've got big throwers, great catch, great catchers. Sorry, I've got the hiccups. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my, my vote would go to bees. Yeah, fair enough. I think I'm gonna do the same same way. I don't know if uh, so by the sounds of it, I don't know if Robbie's going to make the first if he comes back because I think uh, just being able to make uh, training and stuff like that is you know effective selection and stuff, but. Even then, say he comes back into the seconds, that's not exactly a bad thing for them. Um, so yeah, I uh, I think they should be they should be in a good position. And uh, Beagle's run of form lately has not been not been great. So I guess yeah, apart from one league meet which just went didn't go too well for bees, in probably less than ideal circumstances for them, I'd say yeah they they bounce back. That's um, 
gonna be my take on that one. Uh, I don't think it's particularly hard take, but um, yeah, go go bees. I love it when we do a match to catch where we're like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a really close game. That's why we choose the match to catch. And then it's like, and we're all going to predict the same the same team to win. <laughs> and that's yeah, if, if, um, if me and Alex are being added to the tally, we've got to choose different teams at some point, just so like one of us can get ahead. Just saying. That's fair. <laughs> I mean, currently, you and I are the only ones that haven't had a wrong prediction, technically. Yes, that's true. You've also not been right yet. We don't need to talk about that, though. We just, we're focused <laughs> on the not being wrong right now. Uh, right, Men's League 2. Results. Do I have any notes on Men's League 2? Do I? Hell. It's nope. a lot of purple, actually, isn't it? I, I say this every time. Yeah. It is the purple league. <laughs> like, they wonder why we talk about how much, like... Yeah, uh, there are three... The, the only three purple teams, I believe, are all in this league, or have a representation in this league, because two of them are seconds teams. But, um, PB, yeah. technically purple, I'd say. Who? Yeah. PB. Oh, um, uh, yeah. PB Dodgeball, uh, although they're, they're not in nationals, I don't think. But yeah, I mean, in mixed, I have them as uh, black and purple. Okay. So I have black as their primary colour. Um, well, Phantoms is black. Their kit's mainly black. Sorry, I'm being pedantic. Sorry. Nah, it's, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, 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 it's interesting because I've, like, assigned every club a primary and a secondary colour at this point for all my graphics so I'm just like oh who's, who's what so um, yeah that yeah. was funny at the start of the season because obviously Wessex changed from blue and white to black and uh, black and gold and I was just like ah oh, none of the graphics work anymore colour wise <laughs> I mean I, that's that's like it completely threw me for one at the beginning of the season because I was refing Wessex both their games at the beginning of the season and <clears throat> I didn't know like any of the Wessex players um so I didn't know you were playing for them at that time either. So um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, so don't, don't, know, don't know where they are. And I couldn't see them in the crowd because I couldn't see their white kit. Um, and then Kelly appeared and I was like, oh, the West of Wessex here. Because I thought this was a training kit that she was wearing at the time. I thought it was a training kit. Um, and she's like, yeah, of course we're all here. And I was just like, then everyone appeared. I was like, oh, you've got a new kit. <laughs> like, I completely missed this. <laughs> like, damn. I'm annoyed by it. Like, if you look at Men's Super League, I think eight out of the ten teams have a predominantly black kit. You got Storm, Storm, Wessex, uh, Phantoms, Coventry, Coventry. Uh, who else? Like Sheriffs isn't Bees, Bees, Bees is new kit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Meteors, it's largely yeah. black with the red at the top. Pushing it a bit, um, yeah. Then you got what Spartan Sheriffs and. Uh, who are the other ones? Rangers. Rangers, who aren't black. But then, yeah, so we've got seven teams that are predominantly black. God, we need some innovation. Like, on, <laughs> on the streams like that you've seen so far this season, it's just so annoying when you've got two teams which are largely black with, other, like, then a slight other colour. It mm. sucks. Especially, like, Bees, Wessex. They're so similar. Yeah, yeah. that's really close. You mean Sheffield uh, versus Bees? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm, I'm grateful so that it's black compared to white um, I prefer it for just like keeping kit clean and stuff and, but um, yeah seeing the Sheffield kit I was like oh that's strangely similar <laughs> to be Very fair <laughs> like, Sheffield had it there first but then they've gone back this season I think because the season before they had that hideous yellow kit, the custard kit like oh it was grim 
Um, yeah, again, getting distracted, talking about kids, not about the league. <laughs> but yeah, um, so Wessex against, was it this one? Yeah, Wessex against Raptors, uh, Wessex 2s against Raptors. From my understanding, uh, that was a close game throughout. Um, and that was really like, it came down to the end to see what was going to happen, and then it ended up being a draw. Um, Wessex have done that a few times now. Like, they played against Coventry, the league meet before, and they were winning the entire match all the way through. And then, like, the only time that they ever had a drawing score against Coventry were at the beginning at 0-0 and a final score. Um, so may- maybe it's just in Wessex, the Wessex's blood. Maybe it's a thing. Although, we'll get on to a league later where um, Wessex drew in a different manner. Um, but yeah. Uh, other than that, two 16-6s for uh, Silverbacks. Just not on the right side of one of them. No, don't we have the um, Welsh Derby this league as well? This meet? Yeah, we, we did. did. Ah, right, yeah, so this one. So my understanding is on this one, Ronda kind of had it, I say had it in the bag. They had it won, um, but it's like Wizards were fighting the entire way through and just couldn't, couldn't claw it all the way back. But, um, cl- I mean, a classic, a classic Welsh Derby. One set, one set win. Um something about it like Ronda just can't they're, they're so good against everyone else and then it comes against Kamalden and it just like everything just gets tighter closer edgier like you know people play more as individuals less teamwork um, and it, I think there was one set that I watched where it literally went um, like four catches in a row just no one wanted to stay in <laughs> just like God damn it, guys! Like, just all you have to do is catch it and then stop and then reset. <laughs> but no, they were just like going ham. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like men's league two is the hardest one to cover for at least for me personally, and I guess like from you, Alex, as well. Like, it's on at the same time as our league, so it's hard for us to go over and watch. So we have to like rely on like feedback of what everyone else is saying. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm in the same position. Obviously, I played against a lot of those teams last season, but. As you say, playing at the same time, a lot. Of, I don't really have a large sort of knowledge of what is actually usually going on in that, on that, uh, in that league. Yeah, I find it really interesting. Like, I wish I knew more about how Stafford's season's gone because the season before they were really close to getting that promotion uh, with you guys, um, but they're you know they've struggled really... a lot more this season. Yeah, but I don't think their their team's changed that much, has it? Like, uh, they lost Dom Holmes. Right. He's got. He went to a uh, sheriff's, didn't he? Yeah. Um, and he was like a really key winger for them. I don't think they've lost anyone else, but as I say, I think that the, the Raptors team largely have a lot of really good middle players and good catchers, but they haven't really got a lot of like really strong wingers who have really big arms, which is something that Dom Holmes offered. I was going to say, I feel like they're lacking the arm power a little bit. Yeah. They can catch, that's for sure. They can catch really well, and like they've got a lot of players who have played for a long time and like have good experience but sometimes experience only gets you so far yeah it feels like a really weird league because like Rondo have it pretty much sewn up Silverbacks too have been doing a good job like they've kind of gone under the radar with how much they've been winning um I think their only two losses have been to Rondo I think um but Storm like Storm 3 Mustangs have done really well I think they got yeah shout out to Leicester yeah they've done really well they got promoted last year um, so to be up there, Stafford. I mean, Storm three after like getting absolutely dicked on in League One last year, have done well to rebound and like you know find themselves 
fighting for for medals, um, and they're not that far behind Silverbacks. Like they can definitely do. It. They've got Mustangs this week, uh, this this league week, I think. So, um, you definitely like to see them build on that and uh, carry on pushing forward. I'd like to see Storm Three back in League One, to be honest. So they're they're a good laugh. So you're you're against yeah, seeing yeah. A, the Spartans twos be promoted, but you're happy for yeah. three Storm teams to be in t the top two leagues. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. As long <laughs> as long as like Super League, it's just like first teams. League One and League Two, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Like you know, I don't care about that. <laughs> I do think it's impressive though that the two teams that got promoted from League Three are fighting for promotion again. Leicester might not get there, but I think it's impressive that they're up there in the top four. Who else got promoted? Silverbacks too. Yeah, Silverbacks. Damn, I did not realise that. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you were saying like the idea earlier, like just kind of like if you've been promoted, the idea is just to survive the season. But yeah, both I mean, look teams at... are flying through it, yeah, like, yeah. very well. So. But we Silverbacks I mean, two Nighthawks. doing a lot better than Silverbacks one in their respective leagues. Yeah, but you like <laughs> like look at now how Nighthawks have done right. They've like just basically they got formed and then gone straight up. Like, um, yeah. it's it's just a with the situation we're in with the leagues that we've got and how the you know how small the sport is at the moment it's going to happen like you look at and there's league four and i know alex you've been there watching as well that league is much more competitive than men's league three um, Agreed. partly due to the fact that it's wall to wall but also because just the skill level is there i think um it sucks that only two teams are potentially going to be promoted we don't know what's going to happen at the end of the season yeah um so I, I, I don't know about you, but might be a bit of a controversial opinion. I think that a lot of the teams in League 4 could probably beat the teams in League 3 and potentially even a team or two in our league. In our league? Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, Men, when Men Virtue and Thunder Dodge are, oh, right. yeah, yeah, aren't, yeah. So aren't keep... really the strongest. You think, do you think Spartans... I don't understand. Essex, Essex Swords are Essex. a solid team with some really good They players. are chaotic as hell. They They're, are. They are like, they are. I don't know how they'd work in St. George's Park. I really don't know. Like, they would never name, have five balls. I, I'd pip them to beat, um, beat Virtue in League One. Yeah, yeah. I'd back that as well, actually. Uh, I reckon, I re yeah, I reckon you might be right. I suppose um, it depends on how they handle the fact that it wouldn't be water war if they're at St George's. Yeah. Um, but if they if they manage that, I think they'd give them. Good I think for their money. I don't, I don't I think, think they the need to. Again, player ability would just carry them. Yeah, I think I think like the thing is, is if you get five balls, can you make five people out with those balls with the way that Essex play? And I reckon they probably could against Virtue. I don't think they could against Thunder Dodge. Depends who Thunder Dodge have, because they've been a bit inconsistent in who they've fielded so far this season. Yeah, but like, like Thunder Dodge get out because they do dumb shit, and then they basically get screwed over by like tactical play and being able to like you know bait out four balls and stuff like that. Um, I don't know if Essex would have the 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 nouts to do it. I haven't seen them play enough. Um, and like they're a, both... they're a decent team to be honest. They're they certainly are... yeah, they're certainly getting there. But the only they're time I watched team. them is when they played against Spartans three, and that has to be one of the most chaotic games I've ever watched. Yeah, that um, was rough. Like that was, and it was the first time. That was the one before Christmas, not the yeah. second time. So like, yeah, that was that was a horrible game to watch. In, well, not horrible. It was a fun game to watch, but like trying to keep. I'd hate to ref it. Like trying to keep out like a track of who was going what. Like what? Uh, man, it was absolutely nightmare. Anyway, I was in the coach box having an aneurysm. It wasn't good. 
Yeah, I just, like, there's a lot of Spartans. I mean, it's not far for you guys from Leamington to, to Coventry, but... No, um, so we, we usually get like a decent amount of supporters come over, which it's quite nice. Yeah, yeah. You guys in Leicester, they show up. Yeah. Um, we'll get to League 4 when we get to League 4, but League 2... <laughs> Sorry, yeah, League 2. Uh, I mean, I think we pretty much covered this. We were just saying like how impressive the tops are. Um, and yeah, only only Wizards and Titans do swapping places, but... I'm still sad that Bees haven't had um, a win. It's just it's disappointing to see zero points this yeah. far into the season. Let's let's yeah. ignore their set difference. Well, to be fair, also I, I think Wizards having a bit of a, a rough season as well. To be honest, yeah. Don't on, they weren't they weren't. It's not like they were top four or anything last season, but I think I, I think I was expecting a little bit more this season. I guess. Said it before. Said it again. Most disappointing team of the season in all leagues in my opinion because like they could do with the players they've got on their team how experienced they are how they did last season they could do so much better but they just haven't and I don't, and I just don't like, know why. yeah the, like the theory behind like look they're losing to Ronda by like one set but then yeah. they're losing uh, who are the top of the league at the moment with not a single loss yeah um, but then their performances against other teams just don't match kind of the performance they're putting in for oh that game i guess it's that a sort of a mentality thing so, you know as we've mentioned that is you know the wales sort of varsity game you know mm. um and you know there's a lot of history between those two teams so is it like it just means that much to them you know they've come together as a team they play well whereas against the other teams is that you know even when there's a little bit of say pushback from that team they just kind of crumble and sort of argue it's kind of that mentality of oh we should be winning this game why aren't we it's similar to what Spartan twos have struggled with this season i guess and so I, you know, maybe that's just sort of leading to a bit of that lack of mental resilience and sort of need to actually beat that team. They clearly just need to imagine that they're playing Ronda for like every game. Yeah, they'd win. They'd, <laughs> yeah. they'd, they'd win. There's so there's so much that I that goes into being a good team in dodgeball. It's not like it's not even fifty percent ability. Like you've got teamwork. You've got like making sure that everyone's got their head screwed on. Like the top six inches type thing. Um, You've got how the tactics match up against each other. Um, you know, play like players' individual ability against the other team versus like their just natural raw ability. Because it's not always about who has the strongest throw wins kind of thing. It's um, yeah, I'd I'd love to see like someone try and do like a, if you wanted to make a prototype dodgeball player, how the hell would you do it? Like you'd say they've got to catch everything, they've got to dodge everything, and they've got to throw everything. But like realistically, humans aren't designed that way, you know. So. Ah, oh, Brett. <laughs> yeah maybe he's a, he's a fucking good player he is he is yeah um, but well, I'm from Spartan how, so that means something how can Meteors have lost to Spartans then for the last three times you know like because we have numerous really fucking good players true true but you know what I mean like that's dodgeball isn't all about one player right it's about no, no, no. six people coming together and how it comes against another team like dodgeball is one of those sports where the sum of the parts can end up being much more than the individual yeah. um, or much less. Um, but yeah. No, I agree. Games coming up, I definitely think uh, I'm just going to highlight Storm versus Mustangs. I think that is our match to catch. Um, big game, 34. Um, Storm need this for getting, pushing pressure on, uh, putting pressure on uh, Silverbacks, even though they've, they've got Bees and Raptors. Um, you hope Raptors make a really put up a fight against Silverbacks for Storm's sake. Um, 
And I realised, yet again, we've been pronouncing Romper wrong, because it's Romper. I'm not sure if you guys saw the uh, public service announcement from... from, from yeah, I saw that on Facebook, yeah. I, I did. I'm just choosing to ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as, as an Englishman, I see two G's and I say, duh. <laughs> as an Englishman where National Leagues are played at St. George's Park, I have the right to call them Ronda. I think both, both <laughs> pronunciations totally I think both <laughs> I just are technically, technically right. I mean, yeah, me too. But um, I think both pronunciations are technically right. One's Welsh and one's English. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd never seen two Ds in Welsh being pronounced as the before. So anyway, um, I think the Stafford uh, Wizard Games will also be a good one. Yeah, I, I agree. I a lot of really good catches, I think, in, in, on uh, either side. And make for a good game. Maybe we'll I think it's whoever English. messes up the most. It's kind of one of those games. Yeah, I mean, I think Stafford have a good enough ability not to. Like, I mean, another thing as well, Stafford have looked damn impressive in Knicks League lately. Um, like, I've, I've been liking what I've been seeing from them. They've been doing quite well. Um, good team, good, good fun. Um, that Sam game Walton, against, legend. Yep, shout out. Um, but also, like, a yeah, as a team, they played against Phantoms 2, and my god, that was a hectic game, because mm. I think I think Phantoms were winning like quite comfortably and then at half-time. I think it was like 8-4 to Phantoms at half-time, and then it ended up being like 16-10 to Raptors. It was quite a turnaround. Um, good game, really good game. Um, but yeah, anyway, let's go on to the NPC. Uh, let's see. Storm. All right. Um, I'm biased because I have friends that play for Storm, so um, that is my prediction. Fair. I like the honesty. Anyone else? Any other reason, or just just because no, they're your just friends? No, just 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 because they're my friends. Biased. I want them to win, so I will pick them to win. Fair. Anyone else? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I think I, I'm probably going to say Storm, um, just because sort of I think they've got a bit more experience on their side, um, especially sort of in the adult national league. Um, Leicester, I've got some a lot, you know, some really good players, but some slightly younger ones. And obviously Storm having been in that league one situation before, um, and although they sort of obviously got demoted, um, I think when sort of the pressure is then on. Um, I think they'll have enough to sort of pull out the bag. Okay. Um, Annoyingly, that's exactly what I was going to say. I think actually, the, the, yeah, like the experience and stuff at the end of the day and kind of um, being in situations where like they are under pressure, um, I think the, the, yeah, the experience will carry them through. Um, albeit I think I'd like to say that this is going to be a close game. I'd like to hope that it's mm -hmm. going to come down to kind of like the final set sort of thing. Um, where that pressure is really high, um, but yeah, storm for this one. Yeah, no offense to to Mustangs, but I really hope it's not close. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I, like, I, storm should be up at second place in my opinion. Like they they did they did pretty well in League One, even though they got, they kind of got like sat about 
they did beat Beagles on the last day of the league, you know, like, even without Arnie, like, that's still quite an impressive feat. Um, so, yeah, um, I definitely, you know, hope they hope they get back onto winning ways. Right, we're going we're gonna to blitz through these ones because we're going on a bit. And uh, Sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it's, um, I'm more worried about the fact that, like, it's already, like, 20 to 10. <laughs> back on topic <laughs> um so men's league three results did anyone see the bovines nighthawks game i've heard a lot about it ah uh, it's prime <laughs> bovines like ah uh, amazing i mean nighthawks did did well to like you know to draw and stuff but this is as as usually when it's a match in that it involves bovines it's all about what bovines do and don't yeah, like... they're an entertaining team. They're a very entertaining <laughs> team to watch. It's, it's great. Um, yeah, uh, fair play to Nighthawks, really. Like, the ones that uh, Bovines won, the sets that Bovines won, they won quite convincingly. And the ones that Nighthawks won, um, Bovines, like, really managed to throw them away. Like, really do. Like, just, yeah, it was, um... yeah. <laughs> it was a fun, a fun game. Um yeah, have I got anything else on that one? No, nah, it was just... Uh, I saw there was like, a lot of rebound catches, apparently. Um, oh, and there was an insane catch from uh, Dan Thomason. Um, that, uh, like a reflex catch that he, he got off of someone in, a, in the first set of the second half. I have no idea what that means, but it's in my notes, so go watch it. Um, and Dodge Highlights, if you're listening, go make a clip of it, and I'm sure he'll appreciate it as well. Um but yeah, like yeah, I think um, Nighthawks were up, and then Bovines sort of broke, brought it back. I think. Um, but yeah, it's good, good game, really good game. D- go watch it. It's on the Nighthawks YouTube channel. It's a, it's a good, good one to watch. That's um, the um, first time anyone's taken points from Bovines, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, they didn't get to the magic twelve. That's why. Yeah. I, you know, it's really did. scary that you fucked that out. I'm really going to be panicking every time. Fucking oh, he's piece got of again. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's because it, we're going so. It's going by so much. I'm, I'm usually like, okay, in my head, every 25 minutes, don't let it get to 30, and then it's just going by so much quicker. Yeah. That, Sorry. This is this is why trying to keep a podcast less than two and a half hours is really damn hard. Like <laughs> we're we're like this is our halfway point. By the way, like, there's some I need to speed up through oh, it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, let's go quick. No more tangents. Yeah. So anyway, so one team that did mean manage to get that 12, uh, 12 set point was uh, London Saints against Burton Panthers. That is not a walkover. That is just a walkover. Um, <laughs> That's just Burton having a rough day. <laughs> yeah, poor guys. And they still, and they also lost to uh, Virtue. Um, and this is a Virtue that were playing with five people, I think due to a red card that was issued earlier that day in Men's League One. Um, so, yeah, um, fair play for Virtue to getting it back, even though they yeah. had a red card. Um, yeah. yeah, a rough day for, for Burton, though. Yeah, although, I mean, that's a team that needs to be in League Four. Yeah, although I will say, so I, I ref them a few times last season. They're a really nice group of guys. Um, like, they're very new to the sport. I think there are a lot of people that uh, Gareth knows. Um, and they come in and like they might not know a lot of rules so they'll do something and you kind of have to explain it to them but they're really understanding of it really nice and they just go in and they just have a good time which you know i think similar to bovines in a way just without lacking the ability basically but, I think, you know they're, they're just there to have a good time 
I think they have their day. There are some times where I've wrecked them where they are very much like um, when things go wrong, they are spiking the ball and getting really angry. Oh, okay. So there are there are times that they definitely like. They they are like when you speak to them outside of like the court. I found that they're a really nice bunch of people. It's great to see that they stuck around for a second year. Like I wasn't expecting that to be perfectly honest. I thought it was just a bunch of people that were brought in to make up the numbers for the league three, but you know they they're clearly not. Um, so you know, good on good on Gareth to to keep them coming um, and them to be interested and still with a kit and a emblem and all sorts. Like yeah. you know, good good on them. Um, I mean, I'm pretty certain they were come join in funded club, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I I haven't seen anything about them. Like they're not interactive on social media at all, so I don't know, I don't know anything about them. But um, yeah, other than that, um, another game that I really like because uh, just they're two teams that are a bit out there in terms of what we know about them is Crocs and Hartlepool. Um, like, you know, Mavs they've got a really good young team coming up, and that's why they've come from. And Crocs we've known they've been in the scene for a while, just haven't been playing. Uh, nationals but these two teams i think they've both their second season in national league three so uh yeah really good game um good to see crocs coming there they had um, one of their women's players playing for them and my god she's a talent um oh Maya. it's got to be Maya. she's yeah, absolutely she's insane like you have been warned women's league one and the rest of men's league one if she keeps playing for them because she can like she has got a arm on her and she's the sort of like if we've if we're playing crocs it's like okay maya's on wing like you need to you need to keep an eye on that like yeah she's she's phenomenal and like she's um she's like you said she's got an arm but like she's generally an all-rounder as well like she'll take catches when you need it and stuff like yeah yeah she's she's class i don't think stepping into men's will be a problem for her like at all (laughs) yeah but there's also those fixtures is there's no change um I think, like, <laughs> but believe it or not, like apparently it was kind of predicted that Canterbury would beat Mavs, even though Mavs are a really good squad. Like we played them in Northeast Regional lately, um, and we drew to them, and that wasn't for the lack of trying. Uh, I mean, it was a bit of a hodgepodge league team, but they are a solid team. They play really well together. Um, yeah. I mean, it's largely just the juniors, aren't they, that have played for like the last four years. Yeah. So yeah. although they they are young, they're still like you know very experienced and very talented kids. They've got more dodgeball experience than I have, um, and I'm hosting Probably, a podcast, yeah. so you know, <laughs> um, goes to show what I know. But yeah, bovines and saints. I'd be, it'd be really interesting if bovines get promoted because they, from what I understand, still struggling to get like a regular. I think they have a regular um, training session now, but I think it's been difficult to organise and sort out. So we'll see how they go this next year. If they get a women's team next year, because they've been into, gone into mix this year as well, so. Um, I guess watch this space if you're in Sheffield. Um, but yeah, I uh, don't know if anyone has have anything to say on the table, otherwise we'll go into the fixtures real quick. Let's go no, to the fixtures. All right, uh, they've got the nice morning session, and there's only four of them, so they don't even have a super early morning session. Um, no. Crocs Albeit, well, um, Crocs will still have to travel however far for uh, their yeah, morning session. Five, still. five hours, yeah, really. Yeah. Big rippers. Um, I think I would just get accommodation, you know. I try and not, stay somewhere closer. It's not that expensive at the hotel, I don't think. Is it not? Uh, no, uh, like uh, Ross stayed there once from, uh, for like from our squad. And he said it wasn't, wasn't too bad. I think it, I think it was like forty five quid for the night, which not is bad like, at all. 
I feel like I need to be utilizing that more. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm there on horrendous hours at that venue. I would love that. So I think I think it does depend on what like what's going on at the event or whatever. But it wasn't. Guys, this is 116. Oh shit! Wait for next league meet. Uh, let me have a look. Let me have Canada. I suppose the England football squad will be training there at the moment, so I wonder if like it'll be a yeah. bit more pricey because of who's there and what's going it, on. I know that I know the prices that place do fluctuate because I've seen it and it, like it does go up astronomically, but sometimes you can get a really good deal on it. Uh, so Friday night for Saturday is a hundred and thirty. I guess it depends what room, but yeah. Yeah, never but mind. It's an option. Yeah. You could put everyone on the floor. <laughs> yeah, just get a whole team in. It'll be fine. Um. <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, but like Bovine's Crocs is going to be interesting because I know they played last year and that was always a good game last year, even though neither of them got promoted. It was just, it was a good class game to watch. Um, and I think the Nighthawks two against uh, Mavs as well, because that's, I think, fifth, fourth against fifth, um, if memory serves correctly. So that, that'll be a solid game. But um, unless you have anything desperate to say, I'm going to push us right on to our predictions. No, go for it. People are going to be crying at how long this episode is. Um, it's, it's mine and Lauren's fault. Well, sorry, Lauren and Lauren's fault. Yeah, just the <laughs> guests. Yeah. Round one, uh, <laughs> Nah, it's good because it, it shows that we have stuff to talk, to talk about. And yeah, if you're new to dodgeball and you didn't realise this, people who play dodgeball talk about dodgeball a lot. Um, if you didn't know this already. So this is uh, just something to be aware of whenever you uh, come across across us don't date a dodgeballer if you're not a dodgeballer yourself yeah and even if you are a dodgeballer dating a dodgeballer be, be wary <laughs> um anyway moving swiftly on um i've got to back the northern the northern powerhouse um that is the the bovines um gotta gotta love their kit gotta love everything about them their can-do attitude um, I had that moving mountains. <laughs> so good, so, so good. good. <laughs> Here all day. Um, yeah. How about you guys? What are you thinking? Bowline Saints, first v second. Uh, I'm going to put it on Bowlines. I think they'll they'll probably take it a little bit easier because they will want to make sure they actually do win the league. Um, so I think going up against second, I think they'll they'll just. While we still have a bit of fun, I think they'll take it a bit more serious and pull it out. Yeah, fair. I'm going Fine. Saints on this one. Oh, I'm taking yep. Southerners. Well, I, I, they're like a lovely team and stuff. Like we see them um, quite a lot down in the south. Um, and actually, I think Bovine's losing points that they potentially would have taken quite easily last league me i'd like to hope the kind of saints are kind of going to run with that and be like this is the time that we're going to take points from them um uh. so i'm um, yeah i'm i just want saints to win i'm backing them on this one yeah i i mean yeah i they are two of the nicest teams you'll you'll come across to be fair um they are a lovely bunch of both teams so uh definitely a good game to watch um, saints are a really good team like really yeah. growing i think like yeah. watching them uh mixed league they look really good from my understanding, they're very selective about training, like who they allow to training, though. Um, yeah. So it's, it's 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 somewhat of an invitation only. I don't know if that's true, but um, it's odd. Yeah. Um, but that yeah, they're, might they're... be why they're so good. 
Yeah, they're, they're quite a, like a close-knit group is probably the best way to describe it. And I think they're kind of just where they are working on themselves is kind of, yeah, not I don't know if it's necessarily invitation only, but they're certainly kind of cautious of who they are and aren't taking on when it comes to training and stuff. Um, and clearly it's working for them, like they're doing well. So Yeah, I guess like if you've only got a certain amount of training time, then, you know, you want to like fill it up the best you can with, um, you know, getting better as a team and stuff. So, um, right, this takes us on to Men's League 4. Again, another one we're going to absolutely rattle through. Wrong image. I'm going to first of all say straight away, these are not the most relevant. You know, actually, we'll skip the, we'll skip the most relevant results because I don't have last league meets results. Two league meets have happened since we, saw, uh, we spoke last. So um, this is the most up-to-date table. Um, what's happened since then is, um, again, it's not the most up-to-date table because it's the wrong league. You can tell I am tired. <laughs> there you go. Um, so Essex have gone from being first to second to back to being first. That's what's happened in that time. Um, Chippenham and Brayford, I believe, have swapped around a couple of times. And Silverbacks haven't just dropped down to th seventh. I think they were down in seventh before as well. Um, but yeah, um, the only thing I'm going to shout out is Leeds, we have a point. Let's go. <laughs> um, we we did have uh, Alex. I don't 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 know if you re remember Hakeem. He played for us last year in the men's league. In oh yeah, yeah. He dropped down to your your uh, yeah. Your seconds he, he, has, he hasn't been at training like all year. Uh, he turned up to one training and was like, "Oh yeah, I'll play again." So we were like, well, if you're going to play again, you have to start in the same start to start from the bottom and go up. Um, so he went to the one, and apparently he one man army a couple of sets. So uh, fair, fair play to him. But um, yeah, it's got a pretty big arm. Yeah, but still, I mean that that's again shows the level of this league is that even though he's a pretty good uh, League One team uh, player, he's uh, can only muster a draw. Um, it's a yeah. If anyone is like around commentary in the Midlands and you want to watch dodgeball and not just at St George's Park, not a bad place to go watch some dodgeball. Like we were saying, no, there's some a, really good games. They're really competitive. We've already analysed the shit out of Essex and Spartans, but um, Ch <laughs> like Chippenham, as you can see by their set difference, love to rack up sets quickly. Um, and if you want to see what a uni team looks like that that, that haven't quite fully graduated, then Brayford Beast is your team to sport because um, it is just the same Lincoln team. Um, and I have so much admiration for them because, <laughs> like, to to go, oh yeah, we're gonna like play all of Bucks and then we're gonna set up a club and then go play National League as well. Like, hats off to you. Um, and you're fourth in quite a competitive league, so doing really well, looking good for the future. I want to know what sort of budget their uni teams on that they're being able to afford like all of this stuff. Like, <laughs> they, they like they have a lot of people turning up to their training. I believe they're not a small club because um, they have. They have usually have two mixed teams that they enter whenever there's a mixed event. So I think they have a women's and then they have one, maybe two men's teams. Like they're not small for a uni team. So this doesn't surprise me that much. Um, lovely bunch. Cannot wait to see you guys at uh, Dodgefest. Um, but yeah, I'll shout out Dodgefest at the end. So fixtures for the next ones. We've got that revenge game, Spartans against Essex. Could be a good one. And Essex chipping them. Yeah. That'd be a good game. Yeah, Essex got a really tough uh, tough meet this time around. 
Yeah, and uh, Lee Zalvia playing third, uh, Mustangs third. So again, another game that they could potentially get some points on. Some really good games all the way around, like all of them, to be fair. Um, Mustangs thirds against Brayford. I know um, Mustangs have like has thirds have had some like really close results with other teams as well. So it could be a could be one to watch. A couple of I think so, yeah. uh, Coventry about to have a bit of a rough meet playing against second and third. And like as yeah. we've seen from that table, when Chippenham are playing against a team they're winning against, they rack up the points. So I think, uh, and you know, it, you know, depending how Spartans and Chippenham do over the next two fixtures, you know, it could come down to that difference. So I can see them pushing quite hard against Coventry. Yeah, definitely. Could be some good games there. Right, prediction for match to catch, which this time round is Brayford. I've never heard of Brayford until I heard it came to dodgeball. Don't know if anyone else had, but yeah. Apparently it's around Lincoln. Who knew? Um, Brayford against Mustangs. Um, yeah. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go uh, support my homies in the north and uh, go for Brayford. I do think they're a really good team, and I think they will actually win. Um, they're 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 solid. I can't fault them. They're a good team. I think they they play well as a team. They know each other inside and out because they've been playing so many games, damn games together. So I'll back them. After you, Lauren? Um, I'm going to say Brayford as well. Um, I don't know much about them, but the fact that they drew to Essex says a lot about kind of the performance they can put in. Um, so I think actually like when they need to step up, they can. Um, and obviously it'll be quite a close game because um, there's only one point difference between them. So I mean, Essex are very hit and miss to be fair because Essex beat Leeds by one set previously as well. So, but I, I mean, I've backed, I've backed it logic. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know much about it. Like, like you were saying, like I haven't heard of Brayford up until Dodgeball. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I think it's going to be a really close game. I think Leicester has some really, really talented players, but. Uh, yeah, I, I'm going to go for Brayford as well. I think they have been really uh, pretty consistent, pretty strong throughout the season. Um, really good players, and they have some players that have played for quite a long time. Um, and I know, I think I've rattled on about experience quite a lot in terms of how that weighs in. But I've seen it happen, in, especially in League 4, quite a lot, when it is some sort of newer teams. Having that experience makes a huge difference to how, how much you crumble under pressure in a tough game. Yeah, true. I mean, they're both experienced, but just in different ways, right? Because one's gone through the juniors yeah. and one's gone through uni, and I just don't, I don't know which one's more of like a, a pressure cooker. I feel like probably uni because there are more good teams. Yeah, um, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think at the junior level, depending on which league you're playing, if you're on a decent team, you usually just wipe the floor with the rest of the juniors. Yeah, definitely. Uh, all right, last. Two, we're down the home straight stretch now. Woo woo! Uh, women's. Women's. League Super. Oh, wait, that's the other podcast. Uh, women's Super League. Um, which, what happened this time? Um, a win and a loss week. Yeah, so this wasn't the incredible draw that Bees did against uh, Derby, because that was epic. But I there was a huge 16 6 loss to, Val uh, to Rangers from Valkyries. Yeah, that was uh, that was a crazy game, wasn't it? 
Um, yeah, I was I was line refing it actually because our, our women went to go get changed. I think so they were in the evening slot, and um, I think Valkyries obviously you can see uh, just lost a, a relatively close game against Derby, mm-hmm. and um, it they just did not look like a team at all. Um, it looked like that in the harshest ways um, they were just at a training session, especially in the second half. I don't think they won a single set um, or even a draw in the second set, uh, second half, and they just got hit out pretty much from any ball. They were just trying to fish for catches, and it, it just didn't go their way. And like you know, it's catches they would normally make because you know they are an amazing defensive team catching wise. But um, I think they really struggled. And credit to Rangers, Rangers played really well. But yeah, that was a bit shocking to watch, to be honest. I feel yeah. like Rangers, the team, kind of thrives quite well on when things are going their way. They really run with it and stuff. Um, like with how loud they... their support is, the momentum. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think they definitely took advantage of that in this situation. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't wonder who's the loudest supporter group in uh, in dodgeball, whether it's Rangers or Mustangs, because like <laughs> refing Derby. Makes, makes Derby, yeah, Derby. Oh nice. yeah, Derby. the women are very loud. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Whereas um, Rangers, it's the men usually. Yeah, they got their speakers going and they're blaring and stuff. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, in terms of how the scores went, I've got it written down here. Like it was six four at half time to Rangers, then it went eight six, and then Valkyries took their time out. Then it was 10-6 to Rangers, but Valkyries were up in the set and they lost 12-6. Uh, at least that's what I've got in my notes. So, uh, pretty pretty impressive um, by by Rangers. Like again, after a slow start, Valkyries just not not holding holding on to it in the second half. I can see 12 points in the second half alone. Yeah, um, it was a bit of a rough one. Going back to what we were talking about earlier. They won the match in the second half alone. Yeah, getting the twelve points, like yeah. yeah. Um, I think another game happened at the same time on the other court. I, I heard it going mental. Was that Phantoms uh, Raptors game? Huge, like Raptors yeah. down at the bottom of the table and almost beating what uh, Derby second? Are they or are they top actually? Maybe. Yeah, they're, they're second yeah. at the moment. Second. That was such like a a back and forth game like it was literally yeah, like yeah. Raptors one set then Phantoms Raptors Phantoms like it was just so um, albeit kind of watching the video back um, there was like almost nobody left in the hall because of the time that the game was but that would have been fantastic to kind of see in person just because both teams are absolutely going at it um, yeah. and it yeah really like, been, it wasn't even that like back and forth from what I understand because it was 11-5 to Derby at one point and then it went 11-5, 11-7, 11-9, 13 was like the way that the sets, sets ended up going. Um, oh, I thought it was more back and forth than that. But I, yeah, like that's a crazy comeback to put pressure on Derby like that. And Derby just being complacent. Um, yeah. And like from, from what I can see, like what happened is just the Raptors, as they can do, just catching everything. Um, and like Alex, definitely from what I could see, like a higher energy, like brought the entire team up. Um, and when they started to fight back into it, the Raptors started feeling themselves and were really going for it. Whereas Derby were just, you know, like oh, we've got the game in the bag kind of thing. Like they weren't as, you know, um, clinical in the way that they were playing to finish off sets. Um, but yeah, good get good game either way. Um, a Derby have just had a few wobblers. Really, like, I mean, they're. We'll get to the lead table in a second, but they're undefeated and they're second. That's that's how inconsistently consistent they are. Yeah. So um, 
Yeah. They're a really strong team, but um, and like Wolves still winning a lot. They've definitely dropped points they shouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Did they draw against bees at one point? Draw against bees. Yeah. Again, yeah. who are like towards the bottom of the table. Um, and they were really struggling for players that meet. Like Blue, like on her debut against the top of the table. Like she brought a one v three back to win it. Like in. Insane, insane! Like the absolute scenes after that happened. Like honestly, what a, what a day that was. Um, the only thing else I was going to point out is, uh, you know, good for bees to beat Storm uh, because bees were really struggling, really looking like they were going to be in that uh, relegation fight. Um, they still kind of are. They're not clear yet, but uh, it definitely gives them a bit of breathing room. Uh, and also a great day for Beagles. Um, solid win over their uh, Bedford rivals um, and over Storm twos not conceding a set, which is not an easy feat. But yeah, onto the table. So women's league secret. So yeah, Spartans are top, but they're tied on points with Derby, but Derby have drawn three, which means set difference comes into play. Try Spartans on top, which I don't think you're going to find many scenarios where an undefeated team this late into a season is second. Yeah. That's pretty odd to be fair. And I think they'll be kicking themselves for those draws. Oh, yeah, definitely. I don't know why he had me against uh, uh against bees, but um yeah, mm. who else are they drawn against? Uh probably Eagles and Valkyries, I think. Or did they draw Spartans? Um, no, they beat Spartans. They beat Spartans, okay. Yeah, they they played really well against Spartans. That was a some controversy at one point but oh yeah it was that double catch it was that catch thing where they didn't like couldn't work out who was going off and then um, Lucy hit a player then went off because they were the one that got caught or whatever it was uh, I, I won't okay. go into it I won't okay. go into it fair um, I feel like that's that's what I remember from it but I, I don't know um, but otherwise yeah it's unlike last year where you had like five teams in it you've got four teams really fighting for that top like, like Valkyrie's a no way out of the out of the running for first place. Um, they could definitely get back four points pretty pretty easily. That's literally just one league move. Um, yeah. But yeah, the rest of them like Storm, like even Sheriffs, Sheriffs, Storm, Rangers, and Bees, although relatively comfortable, like only three points separating them. Um, could be an interesting to see how that plays out. But I do so I don't know how. Maybe Alex, you know, for Brit British champs. Do for the women's league, how does it play out? Like, what teams get through? Uh, no idea. No idea. Okay, cool. I was wondering I if there's like, like a position top to play for. Six, maybe okay. more, just because of like the lack of women's teams in the other regions. Yeah, I was gonna say like it. It really. Yeah, because if there was something to play for, you know, like in the mid table in, in Super League, because otherwise, like. Sheriffs through to bees like their season's basically done. They just need to sort of see it out. Yeah. Yeah, realistically. But I mean, I think it's just amazing that uh, uh, sort of last season and this season, it's not just the Beagle show. Sorry, uh, yeah. the Bedford Eagle show. Like, obviously they're still up there and they could still win, but it's not like they're just walking away over every season. You know, you've yeah, got the likes not... of Spartans, Phantoms, and even Valkyries there. Yeah, and it's not a Spartan show either, because like Spartans definitely no. shown in the last few years that they are one of the, if not best, clubs uh, to play to play for in terms of how consistently they are at the top. Mm. But um, yeah, 
Right, and then fixtures. Next league meet, they got the nice early session. Um, I think there's some some tasty tasty matches this time. You got both of Storm's games are big for Storm. I think they'll come away with a win, but it's Storm, so who knows? <laughs> um, unfortunately, I know Tamara made made it into the first team, but it's now she's out for the season, I believe. She's injured again. Um, so you know, wishing her the best uh, best and speediest recovery. Yeah, I think um, she she did that other knee when she was in Paris, didn't she? Yeah. So. Yeah. Hoping you get well soon tomorrow. Um, so sorry to hear about that, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully Storm do do you good and and come away with a win and some upsets here because uh, I could see I could see it happening. I can definitely see it happening. It's not out of the question for sure. I think um, the um, Beagles Valkyries game will be interesting, especially because um, Valkyries won against Beagles last time. Um, and they're both sat at third or fourth at the moment. I think that where they're fighting for those top positions, that'll be quite a, a good game. Especially Valkyries coming off two losses. Yeah. yeah. But then Beagles got another tough game after that in Spartans. So. Yeah, they've yeah. got a big day for Bedford Eagles. Uh, Sheriff's Raptors. Sheriff's Raptors have got a big day because like they need to, they need to get wins over like these because they beat them last time. But they need to beat teams like Sheriff's and Bees if they want to start catching up to the mid table and save themselves from relegation. Um, you know, Storm Two have got a bit of a rough day against Phantoms and Rangers. If, but you know, maybe they could do something against Rangers. Who knows? But then Rangers have beaten Valkyries. It's you know, it's it's Women's Super League. Who can predict what's going to happen? Really, um, we're going to try to though, um, <laughs> and go to a segue into our match to catch. I thought that, no, that was good. I like that. That was a good one. Uh, that was uh, it was smooth. Yeah, totally unintentional. I'll say, but uh, I'll play it off, you know. I'm, I know what I'm doing, it's all good. But our match to catch is Spartans Beagles, yet again in Super League. Um, uh, I don't know. In, I, I'm gonna back Beagles. I think they can do it. I think. Whatever training they're doing in South Mixed is giving them a bit of experience, getting some uh, learning in, uh, giving their opportunities to other players to get on the court and get some experience. I think um, that could probably, probably do them some good because I know in the past what they've done is they're winning and they're like, oh, it's a tight game, so we're just going to keep the same people on court. Maybe they need to look at you know keeping getting some fresh legs on uh, and you know trusting that they all have the ability to do the same thing. Um, for that reason, I think Spiegel's might do it. I believe they can make a good good game of it. Um, I'm gonna go against you and say Spartans. Um, I'm not just shocked. because, yeah, not just because again of the bias. Um, but a, I'm gonna first uh, for my defence poke holes in your defence. Um, <laughs> Proper law style, um, but uh, I mean, at least from the last league, last mixed meet, uh, Beagles actually had sort of three of their main players that are typically on court anyway. I didn't actually see some of their lesser players, and I know Spartans have also been obviously sending a lot of their women. Um, so I think both teams have been getting you know the experience of not just training but also keeping busy in mixed league. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, obviously, as I say, I am a bit biased, but um, I think it will be, will be a really, really close game, and obviously, it was. Um, a 12-10 game, I want to say, 
early this season when they played. Yeah, uh, Eagles were up eight halves. two. Yeah, yeah eight two half time, and then Spartans just pulled it back. Some incredible catches from everyone, including Harry Bignall with an insane tombstone. Oh, that was phenomenal. It was so good. Um, I, I, I think I was bored and I just lose my shit at the back of the court. Um, <laughs> but uh, it was quite, it was quite cool for that game. So all the Spartans guys were warming up for the Meteors game, which was just after, and like they would end up stopping warming up and just watching the game. Um, but I think it'll be a phenomenal game. But I don't know. Uh, I, just, I guess I just have to back Spartans. I can't really just fight more than that. I'm just biased. Um, I'm gonna say Spartans as well. Um, I think because of kind of the, because <laughs> of like the atmosphere and stuff of the last game, um, and the way that they did turn it around, I think they're gonna kind of play that as a, an advantage to them. And I think their mindset going into the game um, will be safe in the sense of that they know one they can achieve it, but two that they also know it's still gonna be a tough game. Um, and I think kind of like yeah, just how the last game went, I think they've I've got, they've got this one in the bag. I mean, given that you two have said that you can't predict the same thing the whole way through, I'm really curious as to what your Women's League 1 predictions are going to be. <laughs> no, no. Um, Lauren predicted uh, someone else earlier. Oh, oh yeah, I did. did. Um, yeah. Saints instead of both yep. ones. Saints instead of both ones. Okay, there you go. All right, never mind. Saints never mind. have got to pull through for me now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big up the two teams in white. Um, cool, all right. Last but not least, we're getting there. Sorry to our listeners. I know it's been a long one, but <laughs> appreciate you sticking with us in this one. Um, Women's League One, arguably the best league to watch. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, definitely one of the most stressful leagues to watch, at least from a personal perspective. Um, yeah. Uh, I Yeah. Oh, what so, a, one interesting game down there at the bottom. Oh, yeah. Uh, Oh no, what happened? Do you, to, do you want to comment on that one, Lauren? Um, actually, a huge shout out to Phantoms 2s for that game. Like The performance that it put in was unbelievable. And I think the way that they started this season and how they're playing in the season currently is like they've they've massively stepped up a gear. And I think that's evidence. Like, Wessex are top of the table, um, undefeated. And yet, they, that was like nail-biting to the end of it. Like I literally came down to the last set where Wessex had to win. And I remember all of us being on court, like, come on, guys, need to pull our shit together. Like, this is, we've, we've got to do something here. Like, just, they were just on absolutely, like, top form. Like, they're dodging, like, yeah, class, can't fold them at all. Um, so, yeah, it that did, was that was not a fun one to play. It did <laughs> um, feel like a... But I have to like give them a shout of how they did. It did feel a bit, like, weird at the end. Because if I remember correctly, like, it came down to the last set. And I think Phantoms got a, got players out because they didn't play on a play ball call. Or something like that, and it was That's just rough. like it. It did feel at times where it was like, does anyone want to win this game? Like there were there were catches coming out of nowhere for both teams when you thought like they were down and out, and there was like you thought, all right, one team's like it'll be like a three-one lead and something, and then they throw a catch, and then like it's two on. You're like, okay, this got interesting, and it was happening like sets in a row from what I remember, and it's just yeah. like. Neither team seemed to want to like go. Yeah, this diff- this definitely our game. Like, maybe it was a case of they would do something cool, and I can imagine this happening for Phantoms. I don't know. I can't speak for Wessex, but like, you know, they do something good, and it's like you almost. Well, I think we've talked about it on the podcast before. Like, if you make a catch, you give the ball away to someone else, so you don't do something stupid. And it might have been like Phantoms who did exactly that, where they were making catches, and then they were like getting over eager and then just throwing catches. Hero to zero. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, yeah, I think there were a couple of moments for that on both sides. Like, I know there was times that I threw a ball when I was just thinking, like, oh, I shouldn't have released there and, like, that sort of thing. Um, and going back to your point earlier about who the loudest team was, there were so many of the Phantoms, like, supporters there. Because, obviously, we're on court fours. So you have kind of, like, the seats on the side. Um, and I know at least, at least, like, in my head, I was like, Jesus Christ, like, there's not many people from Wessex here, but, like, Phantoms are cheering on, like, every single thing. And I think that definitely contributed to how they play, which I don't blame them. Like, there's nothing better than when the game's going your way and you're getting hyped up by everyone behind you. Um but yeah, also, it, was, like, it was fun. It was fun to play just because of how close it is, and it's always enjoyable when it's close because like everyone's putting everything into it. But yeah, that was there was tense moments as well. That yeah, that last set was well, not fun. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. Wessex need to step up their support game. Shame on you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'd like to argue that our men's first team are playing at the same time as us, so our um, we're, we're lacking in that that department there. I think there should be no excuses if you're putting three teams out in mixed to uh, <laughs> not have enough people to support. Just just come up for the day, you know, support your team. But yeah, no, um, I it probably didn't also help that uh, the Leeds Hartlepool game finished before yours did, so we were on the court next to you. Um, yeah, that was yeah, everyone's watching it. Well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, no, and there's a really good game uh, with White Tigers against Canterbury, which I was like personally very that interested in because, um, you know, the league meet before or, or maybe before that, um, I think it was league meet before, we lost to, or Leeds had lost to um, White Tigers. So, you know, I knew we knew what they can do uh, and we knew how good of a team they were. And, like, Canterbury aren't, you know, they're not, not a pushover. Um, so it definitely felt like they could... Um, come away with a win there but it was good to see you know, you know from a white tiger's perspective still holding on for a win but yeah like crocs are getting better and better each time um and i think that shows in their game earlier against uh bees as well just how much they've come along uh because they've been really drawing on their uni players like colin would you know hate me for not you know giving the the props to bees because they have come so far from the beginning of the season all the women that have come through from muds and stuff like really showing their worth um and really like playing really well for the club so um a big shout out to them yeah i think generally across the board like the the development from all the teams from the start of the season um to where they are now is is something really nice to see but i also think that's why it's keeping it interesting because you never know kind of what a team's going to turn around um and kind of perform as um as you can tell with like our phantoms game like yeah 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 got a comment here oh no, no it's different uh different no i feel like it's nighthawks yeah in the nighthawks um yeah uh nighthawks um game like they have two players that are really like their main callers and they're a really good team when they've got their main callers on but as soon as the two players go out like all their teamwork sort of goes out the window a bit um they're a team that should be doing much better um based on each individual uh, player's talent they just need to have the confidence of like their play calling what they're going on uh, you know going on to do together so Good to see that one. Um, but yeah, anyway, right. Stop nattering on about that and we'll go on to the table. Um, wrong one. Too many damn graphics. There you go. Only one change with Nighthawks and Phantoms, which is ironic considering Phantoms drew to Wessex, which is a great result to them, for them to still end up dropping to Nighthawks. Yeah, it's a little um, disappointing for them, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, it, I mean, it's crazy. Like, I still can't get over this. Hartlepool are fourth with a negative set difference. 
<laughs> like that's that's not a typo. That is legit. <laughs> it's kind of wild to be fair. <laughs> yeah, you don't really see that, do you? <laughs> Whereas okay. the team below them has a positive forty. Yeah, fifty set difference, and only one league point difference. Like it's yeah, crazy. Uh, when Hartlepool lose, they really lose. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's um. Yeah, they 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 they've had some close games though. So the ones that they've won, they've really like they nail by to like won um, really close to the end. So yeah, I know um, for a couple of their meets, they've kind of trying to be like introducing their newer players. Um, so I think like the ones that they have lost are kind of typically the times that their team has been fairly fresh to kind of national league. Um, but the fact that they're still putting forward teams that are new and are in fourth place. Um, yeah, it's, it's impressive to see. It's, it's nice. Yeah, and just uh, to go back, because I know Leeds also played Phantoms 2 in that league meet. Um, it was fairly one-sided, the score, but um, like I talked to the players afterwards, and like in hindsight, that was a closer game than the uh, the second Leeds game, which I think was against Mavericks, um, because a lot of the sets were going to like one or two players. It was really close, um, and just, you know, Leeds were able to, you know, make those catches and, and see out the sets, but... Um, yeah, like, just to say, like, yeah, it could have been a very different score. Um, and, you know, Phantoms do definitely come in a long way. Um, let's go on to the next, next Leeds fixtures, which is here. Yeah, that's, that's it. Wessex White Tigers, first v third. There's, for those that, audio listeners, uh, we didn't really explain it, but um, first, second and third are separated by two points. After uh, Wessex's draw, and seeing as um, Leeds have also lost one, um, it goes so. And uh, White Tigers have lost one and drawn. They lost two. They've lost two. Oh uh, yeah, they've lost two. Because they lost to Hartlepool. Um, so yeah, there's two two league points uh, separating first, second, and third. So. First week third is going to be a big game, and they've got to play white, uh, and they've got to play Hartlepool again. So yeah. we'll see how White Tigers do. Big, big league day for White, uh, white Tigers. And Wessex. Yeah. There's some good games there, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Spartans two Nighthawks. I'm looking forward to that one. Yeah, obviously, again, a bit biased, but I've been really proud of the Spartan two women this season. Um, I think we were a little bit concerned because obviously it's the first time we've had a second women's team. Um, so we're a little bit concerned of how they would do, um, especially sort of consistently over the season. But we've always had numerous, like even numerous subs available, um, and they've put a really good shift in. Um, and we've always been having really good games against the likes of uh, Hartlepool and others. So um, I, I think uh, against Lighthawks will be a good game. Is it Lucy that's coaching them? Uh, it's been a mix. So Sam Richards is the sort of official coach throughout the season. Um, and works with them at training, but men's super leagues on at the same time. And for some reason, I think just coincidentally, uh, the Spartans ones, Spartan men's ones game are on at the same time. So usually it's Lucy that's been in the coach box recently, but I also know Harry Bignall has also been helping yeah, out as well. Um, at least uh, ball retrieving for them and sort of shouting things at the same time. So they've had a lot of support from the, the women's ones, which has been really nice to see. Um, but yeah, it'll be good. I think, as you say, against that Nighthawk, the Nighthawks team, it'll be a really good game. I think their cross game will be quite interesting as well because as teams, mm. I think they have quite similar play styles, and it'd be it's like it'll be interesting to see how 
each team copes with kind of like coming up against each other um, and kind of their adaptations that they're making to uh, to because they're both quite catchy teams and like catchers can turn around sets so easily. So I think that'd be quite a good one as well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Now, the only reason I was asking because um, I know when we played them, Leeds v Spartans, it was mm-hmm. honestly more stressful than the Wessex game because uh, the Wessex game, at least you like, you know, it was it was like tense, you know, it was firstly, secondly, you knew what you were going into against the Spartans one. I think like Leeds probably felt confident and when things weren't going their way, you're like, oh, please don't lose your heads like when you're watching it and, and things like that. And it, it came down to, I think we were 12-10 up. No, we're 10-all. And it was like less than three minutes to go and the set started and um you know spartans 2 decided to step off court and it's like fuck, like we could we could go for a draw here <laughs> like you pulled out a 60 second set and you're like you know when it's league one and like you know you're doing well against, yeah but it's like it's a team that you know you're not i don't think spartans 2 were necessarily expecting to beat leeds and so, like, then go. Not only okay, okay, right. We're gonna we're gonna put the win out the the head, but we're still gonna we're gonna fight for that draw. And so, like, end up losing by two sets in the end. Um, you know, like every set set matters in the in this uh, in this league. But like, no, I agree. I, like, you know, what, um, what game? Like, I, I think something. I think that helps when you're a team that you don't have a lot of expectations. Like, you're not too overly stress the focus on the win or the loss it's more just sort of the individual taking each set as it comes kind of thing mm-hmm. um and you're just sort of facing the team that's opposite opposite you and i think that's something that our uh, you know our teams have done really well so uh, so far this season and a lot of their losses have been by sort of one two sets had a couple draws um so yeah i think they've been really good um and i think it goes go um it's the same for a lot of the other women's teams as well i think the biggest win that spartans 2 have pulled out this year is turning up in warwick kit for their first league game. That's the biggest, <laughs> the biggest W for them. Um, <laughs> no, no, so, like they've they've got some good wins and that, but I still like that is such a good move to turn up and work it. I, I massively loved it when that happened. Um, yeah, the ba- the baby Spartans. Uh, right, let's go on to our next catch, which I think would surprise no one in knowing who this one is. Yeah, it's White Tigers. Versus, keep your anticipation low. Wessex. Big again. I'm gonna go nah. for Wessex. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna it's gonna absolutely suck. Uh, you're going Wessex, he said, Lauren. Yeah, like I think White Tigers are a team that Wessex have come across quite a few times. Um, obviously, last season as well. Um, and actually a lot of opens and things I think is a team that we've got a lot of experience with um, albeit the last game that we had um, was a little bit on the Aggie side at times um, but I think at the end of the day like when Wessex need to they kind of like pull together um, so I think I think they've got this one in the bag albeit White Tigers can put up a, a hell of a fight when they need to so I think it'd be good Colin what do you think Alex? Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with Wessex as well. Um, I think, obviously, I think a lot of the Wessex players are a little bit older, so you have the experienced side of it, and you know they've got ex-international players, whereas Tigers more have uh, a current international player as well as some possible future international players. Um, so it's interesting to see that kind of thing, and I think you do see a difference in their play style because of that sort of age difference. Um, 
But I think Wessex, I think realistically, you know, obviously they had a blip drawn into Phantoms. I think that obviously it was a bit of a rough meet for them. So I imagine, obviously I haven't really spoken to a lot of them, um, Bob or sort of Lauren, but um, I think they're, you know, probably going to have worked on that and trying to focus on what went wrong and sort of how to deal with those sort of difficulties if they come up again. And I imagine, you know, they'll put that behind them and come in strong and uh, return on a high note against White Tigers. Fair. I'm going to go White Tigers more of a hope than a than a realistic expression. I think I think Wessex will probably win, but I really want White Tigers to win just because you keep it interesting at the top. Um, yeah, fair. I think White Tigers have... are definitely not biased for uh, Leeds to get some extra help from White Tigers there. Not, not anything to do with that, no. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, in, what in, about you, Lauren? In all seriousness, <laughs> like, Zoe, Zoe and Colin, like, uh, like, pull my leg all the time saying that I'm a massive Wessex fanboy. Um, but, like, I, I, obviously, for me, personally, like, this, it, it could go either way. If Wessex win, it's still up to Leeds to beat Wessex, right? Like, Leeds still have to play White Tigers and Wessex again, and White Tigers beat Leeds last time. So I don't think this really matters from a Leeds perspective because they've got their own shit to sort, um, you know, coming up, um, to be brutally honest. Um, no, I'd, 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 I think White Tigers have genuinely got better as the season's gone on, um, and they've played better as a team, and they've been more clinical and showing some of that form that, um, that Wessex and Leeds have. So I, I think it is going to be a closer game. And I think White Tigers, we'll see what happens with, with Wessex. I think it depends on what their lineup is because I know they've chopped and changed a fair bit during the season. It's only been one or two players, so it's not been like the whole squad's changing. But I think that still has a big impact when you're a team chasing uh, you know chasing goals. So we'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go White Tigers on this one. Um, but yeah, so that leads us to the end. Back in. Um, so yeah, thanks for watching. Uh, please like and subscribe. Um, the only thing I was going to say uh, as we finish up, like obviously we've been talking about kit and stuff. Uh, I don't, I can't remember if there's anything else we were going to like bring up at the end. But uh, hey, um, definitely from my perspective, I think like one thing that maybe we'll put it in the episode at the end of the season, like you know, hopes for the future. I think we were talking about like that community feel and what can we do to like keep it and I think um, definitely from like Lee's perspective and like what we're doing we're doing Dodge Fest which uh, has definitely I've had a few messages about it like people want to get involved like it's just a community thing that we're trying to do in the north to get whatever ability club um, you know as long as it's adult ability um, to come in like come in for socials have a good time like have an open it's just it's all self-refereed it's all um, you know British Dodgeball aren't really involved, but we're obviously using their rules and stuff like that. So it's just a case of having a friendly open, bringing everyone in, getting the community together. So starting to build that community up in the northeast. Um, and I'd definitely say, like, I know Canterbury have done a few opens at this point. I know Surrey have done their, um, like, their, I think you did an open bootball charity event, I think. Bootball, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that wasn't just, like, you know, uni teams. That was a, the whole community, right? So things like that I think really help with uh, with that keeping that community feel and like you know when new teams pop up that you know just they're brought under the umbrella of like that that local local area so I think that's definitely something to look forward to going forward but yeah um, nothing else from me anything else from you guys watch uh, British Dodgeball's latest video on uh, University South Mix Open I heard their filmmaker spent a lot of time and a late night on that yeah <laughs> 
It's genuinely really good. Like I was very impressed Thank by you. it. It's really good. Um, if I was to critique, no, nah, go only, for it. The only thing I wasn't a massive fan of was the soundtrack. But uh, you know, that's the only it's thing. Fair. It's fair. That's it's, the only it's thing. annoying. Like obviously, I'm trying to f- I try and find songs which are royalty free. Yes. Um, and it's so hard trying to find a decent song. And when I find one that might be moderately okay, that has an upbeat sort of tempo to it or something, I'm like, screw it, I'll go for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But yeah, no, I'm really always good. open to always open to feedback. I am yeah. learning, so it's okay. The other thing to mention is Euro is happening this year. Uh, EDF have put out a big notice to say if you are interested in helping out in any way, your sports need you. If you want to get involved in refing, um, especially if you're in the northeast, hit me up. But if you want to get involved in refing internationally and stuff like that, let them know. Um, and you know, British Dog Ball can probably help out with getting you mm-hmm. some uh, qualifications in refing and get you up to speed on what you need to do. Um, but they're also looking for people to commentate and help out with the media and stuff like that. So get stuck in, get involved. It'll be a great time in Croatia. So uh, I think a load of us are going. Like I think uh, like Lauren, don't know if you're going to end up, end up playing or not, but like. You know, I feel like you you want to be going anyway. Just yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, I'd definitely be there. Oh, not not playing, but um, certainly showing my face and cheering people on. That's for sure. Sure, yeah. So I think all maybe, three of us maybe a drink or two. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, che- cheeky bevers. I'm looking forward to the after party. The after party was sick last time. So um, yeah, yeah, I heard some interesting stories about Alex at after parties at the last ones actually. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I saw you a couple of times, Alex. <laughs> in my in my defence. I think it's still super impressive. I sort of came back to life at that point. <laughs> I, you know, from what I, from what I understand as well, it was very impressive as well. But anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna start the recording. Like and subscribe. Tell your friends uh, and rate us five stars on Spotify if you're listening on there. See Thanks you next time. Bye.